in three, two, one. What's up? What's I'm Jonathan. I have Matthew Crossman. How are you doing, dude? I'm I'm doing great. I'm you awesome. look you look good, dude. I like I like the hat. If you don't see how Matthew's what Matthew's wearing right now, he's wearing a red cap. When did you become a cap guy? This quarantine, man. I haven't gotten a haircut in like two months. I don't since think we any, left before spring break. I don't think anybody's gotten a haircut. I haven't gotten a haircut. No, I've seen people do it. I'm kind of like, what the heck? Where are you, where are you guys? You know, finding these these barbers. They're like these um, commodities now, dude. It's like yeah. gold. You find a, a barber willing to cut hair, or a lady. What do you call a what's a female lady who cuts hair? A female lady who cuts hair. I know, but like a barber is that like a male term? I think I don't know. Whatever. I think it's Barbara. <laughs> Barbara, it's a yeah. Barbara. No, but no. Anyways, when when was the last time you got a haircut? I, I said two, like a few weeks before we went to spring break. That was in March. That was in the beginning of March. Yeah. So you saying it's been like a month since you? It's been, been like a month and a half. How come it's been like a month since you got a haircut? And I, it's been like a month, and my hair is like way longer than yours. You have thinner hair. I have thicker hair. When mine grows, it just grows How like dare an you, afro. Sir? It grows How like an afro, you? like poof on top. Everybody used to always say I had a uh, poofy hair, and it sucked because when I was younger. I always wanted to have like the slick, uh, slick long hair where I could, you know, put it back. And because I used to play soccer, you know, I'd wish to, you know, put those little rubber bands over your head and with the long hair. You know, I thought if like when I'd go for a header or something, my uh, my hair would be flowing in the air. So that's not how it looked. And I, I see home videos when I was a kid. And <laughs> I look like the Pakistani and Elvis, man. Elbow. Oh, Elbow. man. So that, that's why you've been wearing hats now? Well, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm wearing hats right now just because my hair is so long. That... I mean, but if you had a hair, if you got a haircut, you wouldn't be wearing hats anymore. Probably not. I mean, because I don't remember you being a hat guy, even when you like, you know, I mean, you I younger. used to wear hats every now and then, but I just, you know, I feel like some people are hat people, and then some people aren't. Like, I don't yeah. think I'm a hat person. I'm wearing a hat right now just because you know this, I'm on the same boat as you. I haven't gotten a haircut. And, like a month or something. Oh no, but you you always like kind of wearing hats. Only you like, always wear hats. It only depends, dude. Um, hats they kind of frame the face a little bit and they hide it. So if you have like a chubbier face, you can put a hat on and it kind of makes you look a little thinner sometimes. Yeah. Or you know, flip the cap backwards, and it makes it seem like you have a cool hairstyle, right? It's like a substitute. Like hairstyle, you have a mullet really. or something, right? Yeah, like you have like a slick hat. I don't know. So some people like it for that. I was talking to Michael about this I don't know, a while back, and um, you know how you see all those ranchers and like those cowboys and country folk, you know, wearing those. They always wear their trucker hats or their, you know, Mexicans and white guys alike, black people too. They wear, they like wearing hats because I guess they're in the the sun all day, so yeah. they need shade. I, but they wear them for a necessity. Oh well, no, but you see them going out to that. parties and all that. They're still wearing hats. They're always wearing hats. And Michael thinks that a lot of the reason why those people are bald or balding is because they're always wearing hats. They don't let their hair breathe. And I don't, know, I don't know if what the science is behind that theory, but it seems like it would make sense. Well, right? I know a lot of people who are like who do go balding or like they're thinning hair. They wear hats all the time. Well, it could be it could be two things, right? It could be one, the hat causes. Well, you know, the correlation doesn't equal causation, right? So just because they go hand in hand doesn't mean one causes right. the other. I mean, it could be that wearing a hat so much, I mean, it could, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know the numbers or the research, but it could be that maybe if you wear a hat so much all your life and don't let your hair breathe and grow or whatever, that your hair will start falling out sooner. Or it could be that these guys just naturally in their genetics are, you know, uh, disposed, like predisposed to balding. So they just wear hats because they're insecure about their hair because they're balding, right? Mm-hmm. So they don't want to just, you know, have thin hair balding mm-hmm. everywhere. So no, I know you get on my case. I remember like a, a while back ago. I was wearing hats for a while there. You kept wearing them, and I was like, and, "Dude, let your hair you, breathe." And you man. said, "Like, man, you're gonna go bald." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. I had like my, I was like, "You and my hair was so long at yeah. the time." But I, you know, 
when you, you wear hats for a long time, it does mess with your hair a little bit. It does. It does. It does. I well, remember I took like it off. It's kind of like if you want to straighten your hair a little bit too. You know, you you wear do rags or you put you know the curls in if you want to curl it. You yeah. put a but, hat on if you want to flatten your hair out. But I would tell you, like, dude, you have really nice thin hair. Like, I wish I had your hair because it flows a little more. Um, versus mine, like when I want mine long, it's like an afro, dude. It's game over for me. I can't even really do much with it. I'll wet it and style it one way or the other, you know, try to comb it to the side and make it look clean. But as soon as I step outside in some sort of heat or as soon as it dries up, poof, you know, yeah. you can't even tell. It just looks like um, Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci and Raging Bull. <laughs> yeah. hair, that hairstyle, it's all curly, frizzy, uh, kind of. That's how mine looks. Yeah. Like a... um, but when, when I was going through that phase when I was wearing a lot of hats... I was trying to, like, my end goal was to have long hair. I have long hair right now, but, like, you, it kind of poofs up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Lately, now, it's been gonna, going down where I can kind of comb it back, slick it back a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know. I've always, and to this day, I still kind of want long hair. I'm talking about, like, rocker hair. You know, like, my not, right? Mm-hmm. Fed, how they have that long hair yeah. and, like, they're in bands and all that. I don't know. I kind of want that style. But you, not, you said do not do that. I repeat, <laughs> do not do that. I, One... You'll never have hair like that, dude. Why? Just not why? Why? Why are you like that? Don't I'm, ever. I'm say not never. trying to be negative. I, hey, man, I'm not trying to harsh your mellow. I'm just saying your hair is not like that. You can't do it. It won't fall that way. The most it will get is like long, where you can kind of slick it back, and maybe it'll start curling up a little bit. But it's just gonna pile on each other. Yours is thinner than mine, so it doesn't look as thick as mine. But you're still, it's not straight. It's not like a like dad's hair. He could do that. You know he's doing that right now. He's doing it of. right now. He's letting it go. I like his looks good though because his is straight hair. You know, ours it just even wouldn't look good. It it's it's like... weird. Uh, we always kind of say, "Man, I wish I had dad's hair. Or I wish I had Mike was here because you know their hair's a little bit more straight." Yeah. But they're always saying, "No, I wish I had your guys' hair." It seems like nobody's yeah, happy with what they get. Right. Of, the good thing about straight hair is that it can do what. Well, it's it's very. If you want long hair, you can get it easily. Thin hair, you can uh, comb it well, kind of. It's manageable. But there's not too many variations you could do. Where somebody has wavy hair can get it shorter and style it a little more, have a little more waves in it, you know, fluff it up kind of thing. It's thicker, you know, so it doesn't thin out as fast. And I don't know, it depends. Teach his own, I guess. It, it, I was going to also bring up. It's I weird. don't know too much about hair, though. I mean, honestly. I'm sure there's products you can put in our hair yeah. to make it. Well, what do you Straight do to your hair? I mean, I know you shower and all that. I mean, what do you, you just mean, put shampoo in? I started using coconut, uh, coconut like oil, not oil, oh my but like God, the, uh, right. Instead, well, no, I'm coconut, saying you put a coconut using, on your head, right? No, I mean, I shower. I use you know regular shampoo, whatever Kroger brand, whatever. I don't know wherever we get shampoo from. You know, it's just always there, uh, yes. Head and Shoulders or yeah. whatever it is. You know, but um, you said you actually like show. put coconut. But when I'm like styling my hair, I used to put like hairspray and gel and all that. And I wasn't working for me. I never did it. So now I put, um, it's like coconut, coconut cream, I guess. It's like a. You put ice cream on your hair, right? No, it's coconut cream. And I just, you know, rub it in and put it all in my hair. And then I'll style it. And then it's smooth and kind of shiny. It it works a lot better. I I like it. Because sometimes I use it. And honestly, I don't don't see its effects on it. It's not a gel so much that it's going to hold your place. And it just keeps that natural kind of natural shine to it. That's what I like. I don't like knowing where I styled my... I don't like looking where do I styled you, my hair a Do lot. you wash your hair every day? I shower, yeah. If I shower So you put shampoo day, in it? You're not supposed to do that, man. Just well, put depends, conditioner man. in it. it I mean, obviously, if your hair is dirty and all, and all that, wash yeah. it with Well, no, I know you're not that. supposed to wash it every day. They say, if, in fact, like the oils that That's you know, your do. body secretes is yeah. actually kind of good for it sometimes. If you notice, after like sweating for a while... 
and say you don't shower right after you go to the the gym or anything and you give it a couple of hours your hair feels a little smoother dude honestly i mean obviously it's the oils that you're sweating out but that's not necessarily a bad thing yeah i mean you look back to hundreds of years ago and you know people they didn't shower as much you know they they showered maybe once a week or something maybe they clean themselves well yeah probably they had a lot of perfume back in the day then i'm thinking more like the middle east um you know like biblical times kind of that they didn't have to shower all the time well not that they didn't have to they couldn't i mean where were you gonna do it was a luxury right that was a rich person thing to uh to be showering speaking of showering i wonder why kids and all that like have like don't like showering and all that because it's like a task right it's like yeah, washing your body you just see and like homework that. and you'd rather, now, be, you'd rather like, be watching tv or yeah. playing outside you'd rather be getting dirty than cleaning off the dirt right. you know from the day i didn't, it's not that i hated taking a shower i guess i associated it more when i was a kid i didn't like the idea of showering. i mean i took showers because i was like a dirty <laughs> stinky kid i'm just saying like john that's a kids tend to um you know, I don't want to shower. You see it on TVs and show like you yeah, had the the babysitter has such a hard time getting the little kid to shower, or bathe. Mm-hmm. And for me, at least, I associated that with like, okay, it's time for bed. You know, damn, I gotta take a shower. First step of getting ready for bed. You know, after I shower, I'm gonna have to brush my teeth, put my PJs on, and then you know, mom and dad are gonna make me go to bed. So that's why I hated doing. I didn't want to go to school. Too Speaking much. of PJs, I don't think we ever had that like standard pajama outfit right we never had like yeah. the matching pants and shirt yeah, we joked about that right we saw you want to tell that joke or me <laughs> oh, it's not a joke it's not, it was just, just like a funny scenario truth. yeah well you know we didn't have pajamas i mean you me mandy michael we're all really close in age so i guess mom i mean i don't know it's not it wasn't like a um fact money wasn't so much a factor i yeah. guess it just wasn't yeah. one of those things that hey we want the footsie pajamas or onesies so when we'd go to sleep, we'd just sleep in basketball yeah. shorts of white and cotton. And we would always say, shirt. you know, like at, at schools and all that, they would have pajama day. Hey, come in, come in your favorite pajamas yeah. and all that. <laughs> and me and Matthew, or all of us would joke that we would show up in our, our like shorts, yeah. our normal shorts and well, our so white t-shirt. So many times when we were kids, we'd go to shower at night. And in the morning, we just put on some yeah. basketball shorts and a regular shirt yeah, and go, go to, to school. Sleep, yeah. No, so, to go to sleep, I would well, sleep. Well, to sleep in, but then the next day, obviously, you would change your shirt or your shorts yeah, or yeah. something. But no, it's but still I'm, the same, I yeah. guess, basketball shorts and a shirt. No, but we would show up with pajama yeah, day, like, like in oh, a normal pajama outfit. Day, I'm going to put on my basketball shorts and And like, Jonathan, shirt. where are your pajamas? You'd be like, what? These are my pajamas. Like, you know, like no. no. <laughs> when you explain that, it's a terrible joke. It's not even that funny. <laughs> well, you didn't even let me finish telling the joke. Yeah, I said that. Well, I mean, what more was it? No. No, but speaking of, I was also, because we were talking about hair and all that. I don't know if it's just you or me, but I felt like growing up when I was a kid and all that, my hair wasn't the same as it was right now. I had curly hair back then. It's still kind of curly. It's still wavy, but it's more on the straighter side. I mean, I know you had straight hair when we were little. I know it was more on the wavy side, but now, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if I'm trying, I don't mean to offend you or anything, but it's a little bit thicker. It's a little bit on it's that curly. It's not curly, it's, but it's wavy. It's pretty it's wavy. wavier than yeah, it was when you were little. In it. And mine is less wavy than when it was little. But I'll be honest, when I was little, I didn't care to comb my hair at all. I so it could have been up. that you had straight hair the whole yeah. time, but you and just I, never I brushed it out. I mean, mom would just, you know, put some gel and like comb it black. So I had no sense of style back then as far as like comb my hair, the, the so, clothes yeah. I would wear and all that. I would show up to school in my K-Swiss, my jean shorts, K-Swiss, my Ralph Lauren son. polo shirts. Man. And I mean, because I would wake up, shoes. I would wake up, We school started like at 730. We would wake up like honestly, no joke, like at six fifty, right? If that, dude, it's I'd wake seven. up like at seven ten. Especially when like I got that. into high school, 
I'd have to be out of the house like at seven fifteen to get to school on seventh. But I had soccer. We had soccer first period. Yeah. So you know we'd go to the locker room and change. So we knew we had like a fifteen minute window uh, that the coach wasn't going to write us up or anything, give us a tardy slip. So we weren't that rushing. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I it could be genes. I mean, when you're a kid, you know you you haven't fully formed yet. So it could just be that, yeah, you grew into your hair, right? When you're younger, it's kind of like a baby. Like when a baby's born, like this new hair, it's all it all looks straight, you know. I mean, for the most part, I don't know. But who's like Nicholas? His hair is really straight right now. But who's to say when he gets older, he doesn't yeah. have Mandy's hair? That's super and curly. I, and I will say, I notice a difference, like when when you don't exercise as much and like you eat a whole bunch of junk food and all that. Your hair's like you're not having good hair days. But it's well, like when yeah, you start working out and you start well, eating it, right, you have better hair it, days. It's chemicals, dude. I mean, it's a chemical balance in your body. I mean, like I said, sweat has salt in it. It has all those oils. So if you're eating a bunch of grease and fatty foods, I mean, all those chemicals, your body's breaking down. It goes throughout your body. So, I mean, yeah, it definitely could have an effect. And then it, it could also be a lot of different things, the uh, environmental factors. I mean, when I was a kid, I was always outside, but I mean, I wasn't outside, outside in the hard sun, you know. It was like evening time after school, I'd go run and play. But then when I got old, as I got older, I mean, I was doing hard workouts, you know, in the hard sun, summer, and then all year round in the sun. I got so dark for a while. I'm, I'm sure that had an effect on my hair, you know, the, the, the sun burning your hair almost, you know. Yeah. You, you have to adapt to it, I mean. Yeah, I was always in the sun, so maybe my hair got thicker by necessity to kind of protect yeah. the top of my head. I don't yeah. know. I mean, because even like you were saying, you're always in the sun. You're you're kind of a white Number boy to begin with, right? Sun. You're the lighter skin, I would say, out of all the kids, out of our our siblings, right? I would yeah. say you're the lighter one. Yeah, but even, even then, in the family, I mean, you got some white people in our family. No, but, but like it's specifically for our immediate family. Specifically. Specifically. Specifically for our family, you would be the lighter one. You always yeah, ride me and Mandy yeah. about that, right? When you I being lighter to, skin and all that. But even now, it's because like I think you could have been been even lighter. If I didn't like, go yeah, if you didn't go sun. out in the sun yeah, and so it's much. It's funny though. I mean, because when I used to moon y'all, you'd see my hell ass butt. You know, so white. Y'all always tease me and say, you know, damn, you were adopted. You're you're a little white boy. And I remember growing up, I'd be in the sun without my shirt. I'd take my shirt off when I'd go outside because I wanted to get darker. Man, I was proud of like my my Mexican roots, and I was like, man, I, they, you know, you're talking all this trash, let me get darker, because I want to prove that I'm a, you know, 100% it's, it Mexican. It sucks that we associate, like, like, Mexicanness, if that's even a word, with, like, how, how tan you are, right, how dark you eh, are. Well, we were young. I was not No, that's what I'm then. saying, but yeah, now it's a, it's a whole different Well, now you see, like, discussion you see everything. About that, it doesn't right? even matter, right? But I, seen... st- I still think people have that, you know, conception. It's, people just don't know too much about it when they like we we're discussing this on Jimmy Kimmel, right? That little guy that's with him, like Guillermo. I guess his side, Guillermo. Mm-hmm. They make him to be like this stereo, like stereotype Mexican, and not even stereotype. It's just like that. Like you gotta be. This is who you got to represent. Represent like Mexican. Well, in and Jimmy all that. Kimmel's defense, I'm sure he's like, if he would tell you, he's like, well, I didn't hire Guillermo to represent Mexico or Latinos. No. You know, he's like, I got no, him but because he was gonna make my job easier. No, that's what I'm saying. That a lot of people still think when they think of Mexico, right? Then they think of a mexican person i don't know dude. it depends on who you're asking well i'm just saying the general population well, do you think that because i mean who who do you like reference like when you're saying that because i mean because like we're on instagram the other day and i don't want to like we're not that girl we saw that pretty girl we thought she was from el salvador right and we we're even saying ah, you're from el salvador mm-hmm. we didn't think that because you, you have certain like assumptions already about people from el salvador darker skin this girl was like light skin and all that right yeah all i'm trying to say is that 
you would be surprised how many light-skinned Mexicans there are, especially like in Mexico City. No, but that's that. what I mean. It comes down to, you know, you being naive and a little ignorant. No, we that's were what kids, I'm saying. We didn't know that. that I mean, um, you associated light skin with, you know, Americans or Europeans. Yeah. And then you associated darker skinned people with Hispanics yeah. and Latinos. But then you grow up and you realize, man, there's such like there's probably more light skinned people in these Latin American countries than yeah. there are dark skin. Yeah. I mean, but then you got to go back to the whole origins of the people, right? The indigenous people are obviously more dark colored skin, right? They have or what is it? What's the chemical in the skin that makes it darker? Melatonin. Pigment. Well, no, pigment's the term for color. Oh, or whatever. Uh, melatonin. Is it melatonin? I didn't no, that's melatonin. Medicine, right? the pills to go to sleep, dude. Something. Um, aspirin. Or whatever. Whatever that... It's an M word. The protein that, you know... Oh, yeah. It's... Um, darkened skin. Uh, I know look what it you're up, about. Look it up real quick. Look that up. Because I, I want to yeah. get it right. But anyways, while you're looking that up, whatever it is, it darkens the skin and it, it's... Your skin's dark because it's protecting you from all the UV rays of the sun. So, of course, the indigenous people who work the land... Melanin. 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 Yeah. Am, am I pronouncing that right? Yeah. Melanin. That's melanin. right. Melanin. Um, you know, these indigenous folk are working the land day in, you know, all day in the hard, hot sun of yeah. Latin America. Anybody who's been down there knows it's, it's hot. Um, it provides protection. Your body naturally gets darker so you don't get all, you know, you put a pale white person in the sun for a while, they're going to either get die of skin cancer eventually or yeah. their skin's going to melt away pretty much because of all the sunburn, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's, it's and you know it's basic it's basic geography too. I, I remember I took this anthropology class and again talking about anthropology, but you know the darker skinned people obviously tend to be around the equator, right? It's the the top yeah. northern top like mm-hmm. lower southern ones that yeah. they they're a little bit more light skinned just because out of necessity again, the people around the equator like in Ecuador, mm-hmm. Colombia, and all that, you see like a lot of darker skinned people. It's just because the sun is hitting them and like you said melanin they need yeah. that to survive and all that because obviously yeah. if you put like yeah. a russian light-skinned person in on the equator or someone who's, yeah, or someone who's super light-skinned they're they, there's chance they're gonna die and all that because just because well, they're they not won't used die to, right then and there but they will no they'll get it will, they will sunburn and all that super red and all that just because it's not in their dna to yeah. withstand the sun so much so yeah yeah man. i don't know but speaking of tan we're not even that dark skin, right? People say you're kind of dark skin, but I mean, I got him, but it, it's all perspective. I think it depends on who you're asking. No, but I'm just you know. talking about us. Like, I think we would say we're well, fair compared skin. to who, you know, compared to some people. We well, know like on a spectrum, dark. you have super light, like yeah, white. Yeah, I'd say we're somewhere in the middle for sure. I would say like down the middle, right? More yeah. fair skin, I yeah. think. Yeah. It depends on time of the year too. When we used to play soccer, we were definitely darker. Oh yeah. I now, mean, I mean, my skin's kind of you know getting a little bit lighter now, just because I'm not always in the sun as yeah. I used to be. You know, I go to work most of the day. When I was in college, I was, you know, in school most of the time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man. But I will notice, though, now that I stop working out as much, when I do go in the hot sun, it affects me a lot more, dude. Whereas when I was younger, I was like, damn, I could be running day and night in this heat, you know. What do you mean affects you? Affects I get tired more. I sweat. Oh. I get my my body starts hurting. and I get super dark faster. I start peeling faster. Like, man, it really you hits peel? you. You don't peel when you get sunburned? No. I was going to say, I tan easily. I mean, when we were younger and we were playing soccer, I, I looked like you. When you go to the beach and you, you know, you come back home, you don't see like your back's peeling or your face, your nose. I mean, a little bit, but uh, I just yeah, get no, darker. Well, me honestly. more so now. I mean, it's usually when I go to the beach or something. Obviously, that you know, I'm just bathing in yeah. this baking. No, but I would say sun. when when we were playing soccer a lot and um, we're in the sun almost every day, every weekend, and then during the summer, the Carlos had those camps. I mean, we would start like at 8 a.m. and end like at three or something. We we're yeah. just 
all day in the sun and this is like during the summer this is houston summer i would get too. so dark man honestly and you get so much so many cramps oh, Remember yeah. when you cramped up oh, so was, bad i don't even want to talk about that um, uh, what's going through your mind as like a 12 year old kid like what's pushing you man what's pushing me just that's your know. body your whole body cramped up on you that day dude. yeah it just really gave up on me honestly well it started because first it starts with the calves you get calf cramps right and then your body just then you start getting thigh cramps and then my arms started cramping up then my foot <laughs> i think my ear even started cramping up at the time <laughs> No, but uh, but did you just? Make I remember, it and then I was just I was just laying on the bench, cramping up, and Dad comes like with a banana. I'm like, what the heck? He's like, yeah, eat this, eat this. Well, I'm he like, didn't know you were cramping up though. You looked like you were just gonna puke your brains out. But then you're just standing there frozen, and it's like, you all right? And you're like, oh. like you can't even speak. That's how bad you're cramping. It was bad, man. I remember, felt bad at first. I laughed because I thought it was funny, but then you know, Dad got all mad at me. Why are you laughing? Blah blah blah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hindsight, I should not have been laughing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. It's that that sun is killer, dude. I mean, the just the elements of nature, like the the forces of nature, Mother Nature, whatever you want to call it. You, if they really wanted to, man, they could. They have the power to f you up, dude. Mother I mean, Nature, don't don't mess with Mother Nature. You know, how do you prevent? You don't. I mean, we're seeing it right now. I mean, even if you want to consider virus, you know. a force of nature kind of is right i mean well i don't know conspiracy Ooh, the avatar? Right? fire earth <laughs> wind all i'm saying show. is you don't mess with nature man you go up against nature uh, you're gonna lose oh yeah you can't prevent it i mean what can you do you can try to get away from it right if it's a hurricane you stay indoors if it's a you know heat wave you try to cool off but to say like hey me on my own i'm gonna go out in the sun and you're not gonna kill me son no way you lose that bet nine times out of ten <laughs> If you had the choice, right? If somebody said you can go any, you can live anywhere you want. Would you choose more of a like beach kind of like setting or like a Colorado setting where it snows uh, and all that? As far as like comfort wise, no. You you'd rather be away. somewhere cold because you can always warm up. There's ways to warm yourself up versus the heat. You can't really. I mean, unless you have something, but if you don't have like a like ice around or some sort of AC, you're not cooling yourself down. You're going to be hot. And so, would you rather be like cold or hot? cold right because well, like, you said, like if we're talking about like in normal circumstances i prefer to be a little warmer i like running more in the heat i like working out when it's warmer because when you're cold you know your legs are tighter it takes longer to warm up and it takes longer to get that sweat in and yeah you're still burning calories probably even more because your body's still trying to while you're working out you're still trying to stay warm so you're doing like double overtime pretty much but you kind of equate like damn you know i'm sweating a lot right now you equate that with like a good workout so it kind of tricks my own mind when it's warm and i'm drenched in sweat at the end of it i'm like yeah that was a good workout you know i killed it i feel good you know let me go chuck some water so and it's when it's like springtime springtime in the rockies no but when it's warmer you, you know you can wear you can just be a little more comfortable whereas when it's really cold like you have to you know you have to adjust for that you know so yeah. yeah, so I guess bottom line, I prefer to be warmer, not hot. Like Houston weather, when it's hot, like 100 degrees or 90 degrees and higher, it's terrible, dude. I'm wishing it gets cold. Like, damn, just let it get cold because at least then I could stay warm. Yeah. You know, I can just put I mean, some the, covers the on thing, me when I go to sleep. The thing that or... kills it with Houston weather is that it's one thing to be hot, but the humidity, oh, man. So honestly, damn humid, man. it could be hot like the other day for Easter. It's like 90 degrees, mm -hmm. but I think the humidity was like at 20 something. And yeah, so you good. could be in the shade a little bit, or just if you're, you're chilling like a, and a nice breeze comes yeah. in. 
But it's yeah. that humidity that really gets you like sweating and just like the whole muggy feel. I just oh, hate man. it. And man. I sweat so easily, dude. If yeah. I'm just outside for like a minute or two, I'll start sweating. It, like you said, it. like, it's a good thing. Out. You look at it like it's a good thing. Your body is able to sweat that easily, right? It's showing that your body's actually trying to maintain that equilibrium. It's doing its job. But for convenience, you know, you're going to, you know, pick up your date and you have again sweat pits or whatever it's just come on man your back's all sweaty and you know your face remember, is sweaty uh, when I, I remember this one date i went on it was like in the summertime and i wore like a pink polo yeah he rookie mistake because i started like my armpits started sweating i was like oh my god yeah. so, we we sweat so damn easily why, dude man. it's a good thing it's though. a good thing yeah. like i said it's a good thing it's from like a physiological right? and you know evolutionary standpoint obviously but from like i said the convenience the materialistic superficial aspect it's it's a pain dude it really is yeah, but, yeah i but, mean for me um like I, I asked you that question if i would like if i had to choose a cold place or a warm place to live in i think i would choose warm too just because cold when you think about it you live in houston so long mm-hmm. obviously your for, first choice is like oh let me get the cold right because it's something not used to yeah just like seeing snow like we're in colorado but the little that were there, I, that snow was already a pain in the butt, man. I'll be moving it and driving it and all that. Well, the first day we got there, when we got to Colorado, uh, we went for spring break a few weeks ago. Yeah. We got there, a nice little Airbnb they had set up, really cozy, comfortable. I forgot the guy who, shout out to that shout, guy. Shout out Whatever to the guy. If we get was. the info, I'll try to post it or something, give him a shout nice, out. Nice, nice, nice house. Badass place to go um, go stay for Colorado. But as soon as we got there, because it's on like a, the incline of a hill, right? So you go up the hill and the house is on the side. It's like a cabin house kind of hybrid thing. Uh, the backyard was like covered in snow. Well, not snow, ice, because it apparently had like a, snowed a week before and it still hadn't melted. Because even when it gets warm over there, unless the sun's directly hitting it, yeah. it's not going to melt. So it was a huge slab of ice over there, and we spent that whole first day just, you know, yeah. picking at that ice, trying to break it so we could have more room, so much more room for activities. Yeah, so much more room for activities. No, because no. It, was a, it was right on the, the cement, the pavement. Yeah. Obviously, that makes sense, right? The cement uh, freezes faster. Yeah. So we spent all day. We went on Walmart, got a pickaxe, like a shovel, and we came back home, and we were like, we felt like mountain men, right? Yeah. We spent like two hours doing that. The, the neighbor started looking at us like, dude, are you kidding me? That's work for y'all. Yeah. That's like... That's what I do in my, my morning walk to get my newspaper or something. That's what right? my daughter does. Yeah, that's what my daughter does with her friends, you know. You know, actually, I'm going to send her over to help you guys. Yeah. No, and then, um, but then it started snowing at the end of the week, and we stayed an extra day because the kids, Mikey and Savannah, wanted to see the snow, and oh, so did I. I wouldn't lie. Um, we wanted to see the snow, and it started coming down, and we had Michael's truck and his, uh, his Audi as well. We took both those cars. We drove up there. And we're uh, that morning, Friday morning, I think, is, was when it was snowing. Where they, Michael and Eric, were gonna go get supplies from the from Walmart or the store or something, you know, to cook breakfast and all that. And they went sliding, dude. Remember that was scary, that. dude. No, actually, I, their, I was their asleep. tires locked on, and oh yeah, you were asleep because they came and got us, right? Yeah. Uh, they're like, hey guys, come help me. Like, they, Anna was all panicking and all. They like, come help your brother. You know, put your shoes on. I thought somebody got shot or something. I thought Damn. that little girl came and got shot. Or <laughs> this, this ain't Houston, dude. This ain't Houston. No. um... Yeah, it was scary. So anyways, bottom line, we got the cars back to safety. We got them back up the driveway. It took a while, right? We were like shoveling the the streets, breaking ice, you know, putting dirt on it so it can just get any sort of traction on the, the tires. Neighbors again, the, neighbor the neighbors again had his coffee, coffee. right? <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. 
idiots. But um, well, the cars aren't meant for the snow, the ones we had. Yeah. But anyway, so we're like, damn, man. Well, we have no food. We got no food. We got no water. We got and no. And honestly, jobs. we didn't have any. We didn't have any. I mean, we had stuff, but I mean, we're we had, running we were low on supply. Star, but I mean, it was just like random stuff. You know, like how are you gonna make a breakfast out of this? Um, oh, but Nicholas was also there, and he needed like baby stuff, like diapers and you know yeah. formula, or whatever. So we had to go to the. Thanks, Nicholas. No, I'm yeah, thanks, Nicholas. No, but um, so I made that Uber call. And what comes up? I mean, I have that Honda Sport right now, the Honda Accord Sport. And sure enough, coming up the mountains, that Honda Accord Sport, dude. I'm like, damn, I should have brought my car. But he was like, nothing. I asked him when we were going to Walmart. Uh, did you go with us that day? No, no, no you stayed, right? We told I'm you to, to stay sleep. just in case. Yeah, lazy. Um, I was telling him, I was like, hey, man, is this like a bad storm? He goes, nah, dude, this is nothing, you know? I mean, it gets way worse, he said. And we're like, way worse? Like, man, just that just, moral of the story we were so ill-equipped to handle snow up in those mountains. And it's a pain in the butt, like I, like I told you. I mean, people from Texas and all that, they think snow. They've never seen, seen snow. Mm-hmm. But oh, it's a Houston. hassle. I mean, yeah, Houston. up north, you got snow up north, yeah, north Texas. Ne- not even nearly as much as, like, Colorado. Oh, I don't know. It gets pretty up there, dude. Like, um, Lubbock and Hart, Texas. Shout yeah. out to Hart, Texas. Yeah, because uh, we, we even took a trip one day, right, for spring break in Hart. Yeah, and it was or snowing. Was, no, it was Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, and it was, and snowing. It was snowing. It was a good amount it's of snow yeah, coming down. First time I had seen snow, I think. Yeah. Remember uh, when it snowed here in Houston when we were kids, like 2004, 2005? That yeah. was the first time I had ever seen snow. It's, I don't even back. bring that up because it upsets me. Because it started snowing, and we went to Uncle Carlos's house. Yeah, we went to Theo's house Cause, for Christmas because he was having the Christmas party. Yeah. And us, like idiots, oh, his is because he lived in Umbo at the time, right? Yeah. We're like, oh, it's more north. So there'd be more snow. It snows more up north, so we're going to go. It, it snowed a lot, but when we got there, late as always. Yeah, no snow. It, it was, they had, like, made snowballs. It was, like, ice already. Yeah. And then we spent the night, because obviously, um, yeah. Mexicans party hard, so we ended up spending the night. And, and then we came back, back the next day. day, we saw, like... People had built snowmans here. There was snowmen like, there. And we then missed the we snow. We saw, like, because, like, we used the, our... Because we have a playground, and we used the rock climbing wall as a reference, like, because it was still kind of damp. Yeah. And we saw it was, like, a, it was, like, a half a foot a foot of snow yeah that it was, was a good there, amount right? we were like we were so po'd the next day I was it like, was like, and we missed the me. snow we missed the snow and it's we got screwed both ways because we got to the party late so when it was snowing over there all the cousins were there already playing yeah. and we missed that we got the only there, thing i got from there was, uh, our cousin little eddie hit me in the back with an ice ball not a snowball an ice ball and i wanted to cry dude that <laughs> thing hurt so bad dude <laughs> it broke your spine so not only did i not see snow I went expecting snow and got hit with an ice ball. <laughs> it was stunted so your peeled, growth. It right? hit your spine. Oh, yeah. It stunted your growth a few inches. Exactly. You, you I should be, be six one right I now. should be six feet right now. Uh-huh. But I'm five, five eight, five nine. Yeah. How tall are you? I'm about six four. No six bull four, crap, maybe. dude. Six, th- six three. No, but I hunch are, a lot, so maybe six two and a half. Those are good times, no, man. I mean, I how many know. times has it snowed here in Houston that you can remember? I would say only Twice. like three, three, three times at the max. Because there was one, and time. it's not even like snow, snow. It's just like little uh, flurries. Those, um, what is it called? Yeah, flurries. Or what is it? That, what is that kind of when the snow's falling? Sleet. Sleet. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what it was more of. But not enough to nearly not like we were we saw in Colorado. Yeah. Do you remember the first time we actually saw snow, snow, not sleet, snow? Oh, I think we went to Indianapolis to visit family up there when we were kids, and I think that was the first time. But I was way too little to even really do anything with it. You know, like, what was I gonna do? Go play with the neighborhood? You know, like mm. how old are you right there? Like six or seven. Yeah, I don't remember that. that at all. Yeah. All I remember from that trip is that one song that Bob played on constantly. What was it? It was uh, oh, Monchi and Alexandra, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, the aventura, or, no, no it's not aventura, but I'm saying they say that in the song, that word. 
Dang, what is yeah. it? I can't even Let's think of it. Google We're on the spot quick. right now. Yeah, Monchi and Alexander. I know those locals. Those. Que tontos. Que tontos. Nah. No. Que locos. Wow, damn. Somos tuyo. Bailando con something. Ojan Blanco. Ojan Blanco. That's a good How does one. that one go? Don't play it. I don't want to get copyright issues. No, but because there's a. I don't know. There's a phrase in there. All I remember saying is La Michoacana. La Michoacana. Y vuela, vuela. La Michoacana. No, he says, no but I would say La Michoacana. Yeah, Michoacana. <laughs> for those who don't know, it's a, it's a meat market here in Houston. <laughs> but that's what I would say. Oh, man. Yeah. That's they good not, times, no, they man. didn't. For they me, were not, where I, are they from? Uh, they're from Indianapolis. No, yeah, uh, they're, from, they're from Houston. Why they do you think the, we were playing them so Who much? created the Michoacana? <laughs> Uh, I or don't know Colombia? I, Colombia I think Or Mexico They might be from Mexico dude Mexican. Colombian Monchi Monchi Alexandra Yeah some good songs dude buena, I'll look buena. them up real quick Um, Something But remember that trip We took to Heart I remember that For me I think that's the first time I remember it Like mm-hmm. snowing Snowing Yeah Cause I was too little When we went to Indianapolis I mean mom told me That it snowed up there When we were there But I don't remember I was like four years old Or something Yeah You don't remember it's I don't crazy how like your, like how your memory works, you know. When would you say honestly? Now that we're talking about memories and all that, it's weird how memory, memory all, all alone, alone in the moon, <laughs> summer, right? right? Summer th- that that's gonna work on it. Um, it's weird when when can you like pinpoint your er- earliest memory? Because when you're a little kid, right? You're three. You can kind of remember images here <sighs> and there, but you don't remember it like having like an actual say or like. I You're remember thinking, it right? being pitched black, and I then there was all this birth. pressure, and then a sudden burst of light. <laughs> the doctor holding me in his hand. Dad cried. <laughs> he goes, stop, "Stop, stop! That's disgusting." That was a little uh, welcome office, back, welcome office back reference. to memories. But um, if you didn't know, Monchi and Alexandra is from Dominican Republic. Dominica. You know, I don't like them so much anymore now. Oh, no. Man, that's I'm racist, joking. Dude. I'm joking. Is Dominican Republic, that's its own country, or is that like Puerto Rico that it's like a U.S. territory? I think no, so. it's its own country, it's right? It's its own country. Yeah. 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 Dominican. Dominicana. Puerto, Puerto Rico. That's part of the U.S., right? Who? Oh. Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. Yeah. It's a U.S. territory. It's not a state or anything. But it's but part it's, of the 50 Well, stars. I think they have their own government, but it's like falls under the jurisdiction of the U.S. You know, they have to like yeah. succumb. To you have to what? US succumb. <laughs> yeah. Well, now speaking of music now, the Monchi and Alexandra, what type of music is that? That's bachata. Bachata. They don't do any cumbias. Can you tell at this point? Because I still can't. Like when a, I mean, I can tell when a salsa song comes on, and I know when a bachata song comes on just because I know who sings it, and I know they yeah. sing ma- mostly bachata. But can you tell between like a cumbia? And, and there's different types of cumbias, right? Because when you get into it, there's like the. Is there like a Mexican cumbia? Like. Cuban cumbia, most yeah. most cumbias come from like Colombia and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's uh, there, like you well, said, like Pa, like pa likes those um, those cortavenas. Is that cumbia? I would say. No. Oh no, that's vallenato. Vallenato. Yeah, it's yeah. real similar to cumbia, but uh, yeah. vallenato is pretty good. I like it too. But honestly, just at this point, I can tell because the songs you play that, that you are hear cumbia, the beat. I, mean, I know you're trying cumbia. to be a DJ though, so you should be able to. I can't. Well, not trying to be a DJ, but you, you have the mixers. Bachata is more of a, a fast turntable. It's more of a two step. I don't know. Honestly. Out in the country, way the city. <laughs> that's what I hear. It's getting big. Yeah, that's what, bricks and dust. That's a two step I know, dude. Yeah. No, man, it's crazy. 
So uh, why do you care? You don't get up to dance. Hey, I man. can, dude. If I could dance. I would be up there. If I could dance, I'll be dancing night. the night away. Dancing the night away. I'd be John Travolta up there. Long, <laughs> all night. No, but uh, honestly, night. every quinceanera, every wedding we went to, what would you do? I mean, okay, I know we play hide and seek outside. But like, we go to weddings right now, right? And let's say you go to a wedding right I, now. I'm not going to any more weddings. They depress me, bro. It just right? reminds me of how lonely <laughs> I am. How alone I'm gonna be for a while, man. You always somehow people are up, getting married. I'm yeah. still like sliding in DMs yeah. and hey, I'm mad. How when that bachata song comes, coming up with terrible, um, you know, opening lines. Yeah. You still, you're still dancing with your sister. Those yeah, bachata yeah, songs, right? With the, uh, I know, I am, weddings and, and I'm proud of it. Um, yeah, so no, no more weddings from me. But yeah, continue. But, Music uh, they play at weddings. I mean, but at some point you're gonna have you're gonna have learn you're gonna have to learn how to dance because girls yeah, love people, dancing. They love shaking. They, they love, love shaking dancing. that tail feather, man. Shake your, Shake tail, your feather. tail feather. Who sings that song? Nelly. That's Nelly. <laughs> Nelly. Oh, I wonder if that bitch has the corona. <laughs> Nelly could dance. I saw him dancing cumbia songs on YouTube the other day. Dude. Did you really? No. <laughs> he can't dance. He's just no. one of those rappers who like. Bobs his head a little bit, yeah. you know, puts his arm out like he's driving when he's yeah. standing up. Shake your tail feather. Girls do no, all the work. No, but uh, what, what, what you genre? Think, you think it is important to know how to dance? Oh, for, I, to, definitely. To definitely. conquer a girl? Conquistar a girl? Well, I don't know if I'll use that term, but to like... To woo a girl? To woo a girl, yeah, definitely. You um, think girls like to dance? I think all girls like dancing. No, it's no, not but even my that. point is like, do they want you to be a good dancer? Or just Do they want you just to go dance? Like, you could suck... I mean, as long as you're not, you know, stepping on their feet yeah. every other step. But if you don't look good, but the fact that you're trying, you think that's good enough for girls? Yeah, or they definitely. want, or if they see another handsome dude dancing, you know, badass, are they going to say, I want, I want that guy. I'm more attracted to that guy. Assuming that they went there single to the party. Yeah. You know what I mean? Assuming that they see you and just like, hey, let's dance. You're not a very good dancer. Or me, rather. That'd be me. Yeah. And then they see you who's over there dancing, has rhythm. Do you think they're going to be more attracted to you probably because well, of that? Well, if you're a good dancer, you're also good in bed, dude. Oh, Ooh, motion in the ocean. Motion dude. in the ocean. No, it, honestly. Motion in the ocean. Because girls go, right? That is not true. Because when you're dancing, you're dancing by chata, you're dancing salsa and all that. It's kind of an, a sexual act on its own, right? You're all dancing. Unless you're dancing like us, right? Like shoulder width apart and, you know, like that whole... Damn, dude, you're going to have a case on you tomorrow. We're going to have cops here like Jonathan's a perv. No, man, because when you're dancing, right? Especially Nobody's like, going to want to dance with you anymore because now you're thinking about sex when you're dancing. No, I'm not thinking. I'm just saying dancing is, is kind of an act on its own. It's a whole other ball game. You can, you can well, be... I mean... You have a good, you can have like a good sense of humor. You can be funny and all that. You can talk all this and that. But if you're a good dancer... That just ups your level another... No, you know. so you think a girl, they appreciate it. They, yeah, they, they, they find it attractive. To have to be a really good dancer, and I guess we're talking more about uh, more about like the Latinas because I'm yeah. not too sure. Even even American girls like two step so? in Europeans. Yeah. They like that. Well, I don't know if Europeans dance and all that, but that's what I mean. I don't know about the Europeans. So I'm saying it pertains more to for sure Latinas because that's what we've been exposed yeah. to. You know, Mexico. Well, yeah. anywhere from Mexico and below. You know. Yeah. No, definitely. I think if you're a good dancer, that's a good trait to have. It's. I think it's a character. It's a trait on. It's own. almost like it's expected too. Yeah. You know, people look at me like, "What do you mean you don't dance?" I was like, "I can't dance. I don't have rhythm." You know. Yeah. Well, it's, it's so much like not that you don't have that much rhythm, but it's also you know, you think you're kind of shy to dance. Cause it takes because I, I have no, no, no rhythm. If when you, like when you get buzzed a little bit, you can you start dancing a little no, bit more. No, I still right? look stupid though. No, but you can like have a little bit more rhythm and all that. <laughs> so it's a if when people when girls especially see a good dancer, 
they also see a confidence that comes with that because it takes confidence to go out you there. Can't just be any average you can't just go out block. and like you start have some balls to go. Yeah, on that you have floor. to go take out over especially. Exactly, and part of the whole dancing experience, right? You go up to a girl, hey, let's go dance, and you grab them, and you you know you you so, exert your dominance, yeah, you exert your male your dominance, right? right? I'm a man. Not so much dominance woman. that that aggressive, you know. Let me take you out to go dance, yeah. and she's a woman, and you're a man, and that time you're dancing. So, yeah. so, so, what is it then? Is it? It's, I guess it's a few things that why women find dancing attractive. One, the motion in the ocean. You have good rhythm. It looks good, the right? Ocean, the right? the aesthetic of it, right? Yep. A good dancer looks. Ooh, you know that looks nice. Oh, look at that. Ooh, ooh look at his turn. He's a little deep. Two, it implies confidence, which yeah. girls like. Or that all girls are attracted to confidence. And and three, it's it's primal a little bit, right? Like you're saying, it's that sexual innuendo. He's like, don't worry about innuendo, worry about her innuendo, right? <laughs> no, but also no, but really, right? Because you're a man, you're a, she's yeah, a woman. Yeah. Your bodies are close. Unless to the body. you're going dancing with freaking your boy cousin, don't do that. Don't right? do that. The dude, who are you, Whitney Houston? <laughs> I wanna, what is I wanna dance with somebody. That's a yeah, great song, you man. Butchered um, those notes. No, but I would say also that, that another thing that comes with dancing with girls is just having a good time. Well, Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> that's a great show. I have a good time when I watch it. No, um, but just when you when you dance with a girl, what do you do after you walk her back to her table? Let me get you a drink. Assuming you don't know this chick. Assuming yeah. you don't know this chick, right? Let's just say you're a good dancer on your own and you take her out to dance. Then you're going to walk her back to her table. You're going to start drinking with her, start joking with her, and then more songs are going to come up. So it's just overall you're having a good time with this girl. You have more face time with her. You have this... More time to win her over, I guess. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you just try to win her over, just being at the table, making her laugh and all that, some guy who can dance is going to come dance with her. And yeah. what's she going to do? The first thing she's yeah. going to do, she's going to start hanging out with that guy. Well, why don't you go to more dancing clubs, dude? Because I don't dance that good. I don't know why everybody puts so much pressure, I guess so much I pressure on me. <laughs> I guess because I suck so bad yeah. that they, they think you're your fucking... Rico Suave. Yeah, Rico Suave, like, Tony, uh, who's that guy Tony who taught, Monero on Saturday Night Who Fever taught John Travolta on Saturday Night, Saturday Night oh, Fever. Man. Look up his name. His, I should know it. Dad always talks about him. Mm. Even that John, had that show. Yeah. Ah, the guy who taught Tony uh, John Travolta how to dance for Saturday Night Fever. That dude could dance. John Travolta. He made that movie Saturday Night Fever. Speaking of, was so cool, man. That's what made people want to go out, right? He was Danny Terrio. Danny Terrio. Danny. Danny Tanner? No, who's the the Mexican dude? The one that's Spy Kids. Danny Trejo, right? No. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Machete. Machete. I never saw one of those movies. Dude. I bet that dude could dance. Yeah. He looks like he could rock a stage, dude. He, he looks like he has that motion of the ocean going there for him. <laughs> yeah, no uh, way. No, but so, bottom line, I, I don't know. Because there are some girls who don't like dancing either. But that, there's very few of those out well, there. Well, it's like me. I don't like to dance because I'm not good at it. But I wish I was good at it. Yeah. You know, it's not like I was like, oh, I hate it. You know, I don't like yeah. it. So no, if I could, I would. But I can't. I mean, but so there's I some, don't. But there's some girls out there who who can't dance either. They don't have any rhythm. Yeah, but that's my point. It's not so much because they don't like it. It's just because they don't. Um, they they're not good at yeah. it. Why are they gonna go do something if they're not good? Right. Yeah. If you're not good at basketball, don't don't really. Play. I yeah. mean, you can. It's all about having fun at a certain point. So it's not that you have to look good. But when everybody else is dancing and it's more fun when you're good at it, right? Yeah. Just like soccer, you don't have to be good to play, but when you practice and you work out at it, it's a yeah. lot more fun when you're when you know what the heck you're doing and you know you're good at it. So. Yeah, I feel like everybody. I mean, but you know, speaking of dancing, there are some religions who 
outlawed yeah, dancing yeah. and all that. Because well, like I said, Christian it's, religions it's, do. it's yeah. the, the whole aesthetic of dancing and all that. It, it's it very is, sexual. It, it is very yeah, sexual, very. especially that salsa, bachata, especially tango Latin and all dancing, that. Right? I yeah. mean, because you look at it and it is, you know, you're... Bodies against bodies. You like sweat. when I'm at parties, I'm like, I'm not saying they're dancing as high, but if the boner police is here, <laughs> I demand a lawyer. I mean, Nelly made that song. It's getting hot in here, and that video was very. They were probably in Houston, you know. Houston very weather. erotic, very sensual, very. Sexual. <laughs> very <laughs> no, but that's why they hit. do it because when they look at that, it's like that's the devil like yeah. from the water boy right it might be dude. It's a, it is definitely a source of temptation. You can't tell me you haven't gone to a club or a bar. And seeing these girls in these tight, tight shorts. I mean, especially tight but then you... pants. Well, hold on, let me finish. And like these tight shirts. Oh, I'm turning myself on to say <laughs> oh my it God, right it's now. Oh my God, it's getting warm in here. here. Wow. No, but come on. And they're dancing. You know, they're shaking their tail feather. And you're like, man, she's good looking. Especially when they're good looking. Like, damn, she's good looking, dude. You don't mean to tell me those thoughts don't cr- those impure thoughts cross your head? Impure, 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 impure. Of you course, go, like, dude. It looks. It's you. it's like almost like I don't know what's that city that got like crushed because it was like doing all that bad stuff. Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah. I mean, yeah. all like on year Las one. Las Vegas. No. I mean, especially the, the it, like today's society, the way girls are. The, that's just. That's uncalled for. Twerking yeah. and all that. You're gonna be making well, it see, rain I don't find that and all that. I don't find twerking. That's what attractive. I was saying. That's to yeah. me. That's like Unless what do you got a really fat? No, I'm Unless she has like a badonka donk. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, what do you do honestly? Because I've been in the club sometimes. I've been out in Bintown, and this girl comes up and they start twerking, right? On you? Yeah, on me. We're like guys to twerk, she, twerk, uh, twerk. She, uh, she a biggin? Uh, <laughs> More than likely, right? More than likely, she's a biggin. You know? No, but uh, <laughs> honestly, I mean, I don't even. I don't know what to do. I'm like caught. This like, is our this is our worst podcast, like <laughs> our raunchiest one, yeah. right? We're saying so. Um, no, but uh, I don't know. I mean, what? Because I I don't want to be there. It's just standing like an idiot with what this girl do? twerking uh, on me, right? Uh, uh, I gotta go to the restroom. <laughs> I gotta go to the restroom, guys. Anybody um, have some uh, some? Because I've been there, and it's like, what the fudge? Unless I'm like wait, like drunk and all that, so I just like start. Yeah. You know, but going see, but going flow. back, I don't find that attractive. Me neither. I, I don't. It, it, I guess, it's unholy to a certain yeah, degree, right? It's not so much that it's unholy. Like, oh, it's just impure. something bad. It's just know? for me. It's like, damn, like it's actually a turnoff. You bending me. down, shaking your ass, like, what am I, like a baboon who's gonna, you know, be turned on by by that? Like, no, you want to see a girl who has class and dancing. This is, what I'm about to say that. is gonna sound a lot worse because I'm gonna sound like a huge creep and a huge perv, and it really is. I'm gonna sound like a deviant almost. I find a girl who looks like more innocent and sweet, who's dancing a little more provocative. I find that more attractive. I guess probably because like, damn, you look innocent and you look sweet, but you know what you're doing. You Dude, that's even worse, doing. though, man. No, I know that's worse. You're trying like, to make moral. them good girls go more. bad, dude. <laughs> yeah, that, I make them I'll good. Make them good, good I finally understand that bad. song, man. No, it's it? like uh, I forgot who sings Siesto. it. Siesto is that even a guy? Did I say something right? Say Siesto. That's a Mexican nap, dude. <laughs> Siesta. <laughs> No, whatever. Uh, you know the I'll song. look it up. Keep talking. I make them good girls. Honestly, no, that sounds terrible, right? Because you're trying to like. Um, there's this. Um, there's this great. Um, one of my favorite books of all time is the Brothers Karamazov by Fyodor Dostoevsky, and it's about a father and his three sons, and it it's about everything pretty much. It has everything in it. Um, but there's this in the opening chapters when he's uh, Dostoevsky's describing his characters, you know, setting them up. He talks about Fyodor Dostoevsky, the father of these three kids, who's kind of like, he's not a good father. He, like, abandoned them and whatever. He had three, he, his three kids were from three different wives. Um, and they said when his second marriage, uh, for his second marriage, he said the reason why he liked uh, his second wife is because she had this innocence to her. 
and uh, he said there was something about her innocent face that made her made her so attractive to someone as vile and impure as him. And what the, what Dostoevsky was getting at was that this guy was such a piece of crap guy that he was trying to corrupt this innocence. He found that innocence attractive because he was so incorrupt that he wanted to corrupt it a little bit. Because I forgot the word they used. He was um. He was a piece of crap. No, no. They, what's the word? Because when I heard, I was like, "Damn, dude! I find myself like attracted to sweet girls, like you know, cute, nice-looking girls who are like dancing, you know, provocative. Obviously, you gotta have a little drunk in the trunk, more or less. You know, I'm not saying like these little angels, yeah. But you know, sweeter, classier girl who's doing, you know, some like I said, provocative stuff for me. That's more attractive. And I, when I hit, when I read that, it hit me. I was like, "Damn, dude." I'm a piece of crap like this guy that Dostoevsky's trying to write. As I'm saying it, of course it is. It's terrible. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I found they do have some bedog- bedog- yeah, In the words of <laughs> Cobra Starship, make them good girls go bad. Oh, that was who it was? Yeah, that's who Cobra it was. Starship? That's a great make song. Them good, good girls go And, no, I mean, going back to that TV show we watched. It's I always... was just trying to brag that, I, that I've read a book before. That's yeah. all I was trying to do when I brought that up. <laughs> um, that one show we watched a lot, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I remember one scene specifically. Because they're trying to, like, they, if you don't know the show, they, they own a bar and they're just trying to get more people to go to the bar. So, like, what's one way to get hot girls to go into the bar? Yeah. So, like, Mac, one of the guys, like, well, we need sorority girls because those are crazy. Those are wild girls. And Dennis is like, no, no, Mac. We, we don't need wild girls. We want girls, real girls gone wild. There's <laughs> yeah. a difference, right? <laughs> that really it is. is true because, it is, like, it, it, there's something about. Who are you blocked over? <laughs> there's something. <laughs> no, but honestly, there's something about, and it's, it, I don't know if it's just men who think that way, but a sort of innocence, and you want to see him kind of go bad for a little bit, just to. Yeah, I guess, and it's, it's usually perverted. It is part perverted, of you that you're um, thinking, like, man, this girl, she doesn't look like she would do those bad, bad things. She's but, a super freak. Yeah, super she's, freak. But then you picture her doing it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, and it just yeah. makes her that much more yeah, attractive. Now I want her more. It's yeah. like the diamond in the rough kind yeah. of thing. There's that great line from the Motorcycle Diaries with uh, yeah. Gael Garcia Bernal. It's about Che Guevara, but his early years, because Che Guevara wrote this book called The Motorcycle Diaries when he rode all the way from Argentina yeah. to the top of South America. Yeah. This was before all his, but it impacted him that trip he took. To, it led him to do the whole Cuban Revolution with uh, Fidel Castro and all that. Mm-hmm. But this is young Che Guevara. Yeah. Um, and he has this girlfriend, his Argentinian girlfriend. So before he's taking off on this motorcycle trip with his buddy, he stops at his girlfriend's house and he stays there the night. And the parents don't like him. His girlfriend's parents don't like him at all. They think he's a piece of crap, bad guy. She could do a lot better. And she's there's this one scene where they're dancing in her house and her parents are just eyeballing him, you know. And her and the girlfriend's like, man, my parents are just eyeballing you. And he goes, well, let them. He goes, he goes, but your parents should know. Don't they know that the more the pirates, or no, the more someone hides the treasure, the deeper someone hides the treasure, the more the pirates want to come and steal it, you know? And that's kind of what we're talking about yeah. right now. These girls are like the treasure, right? And because you can't have them, they're not supposed yeah. to be doing these things. The more you want them, yeah. you know? It's infatuation. You get infatuated with trying to corrupt this girl, with trying yeah. to get her, trying well, to make I mean, her it's yours. It's that simple, you know, that simple logic. What you can't have is what you want, right? Yeah. The like, playing cards to get, you know, it, it kind of works. And yeah. in some situations, what's well, a little different than what I'm is. talking about? What I'm talking about is like even if the girl doesn't yeah. want you, you know, not playing I, hard to get. It's just she's I, that innocence you're after. It uh, it appeals to you, and it's the treasure. It's that pure, the diamond, yeah. that, that purity. Yeah. And the more 
deeper they people try to you know push that diamond down the more the pirates want to come and steal exactly. it dude. so i'm not an effing pirate if you're trying to call me a pirate i'm not jack sparrow dude. i'm trying to say that i'm johnny Depp. <laughs> all right and i'm waiting for my no. my diamond but i wonder why you know they always say the quiet ones or the wild ones and when you think about it that's kind of true man i mean because for myself right just people in general you know it's the quiet ones you should worry know, about man. I don't know. Maybe back in the day, I feel like everybody has a little bit of wild or has the potential to be wild. So it just, you got to factor it in at the right place and the right time. Yeah. But, um, because they, they even reference that with dogs, right? I remember, I forgot what shows, what I was watching. It's not like I'm not worrying about the dog that's barking right in front of my face. I think you should because it's probably going to bite you. <laughs> I'm worried about the quiet dog who at any moment can just attack. I don't know that applies here. I don't know why I brought that quote up. <laughs> I think you dreamt that or something bad. If a dog's barking at you, you need to run, bro, because it's going to bite you. If a dog's not barking at you, it's probably because it's sick or something. Yeah, you're going right? to see the new smart idiot gets yeah, idiot, dies from idiot pit bull runs barking towards right? barking dogs and away from the nice, quiet dogs. What kind of dog? It was a chihuahua no, it, who I think the him. quote you're talking about is like, don't be all bark and no bite, right? It's yeah. better to be no bark, but... When yeah, you have exactly. to bite, you're going to freaking bite, you know? I think that's yeah. more what you were getting What's at. that one quote from uh, Hustle and Flow? We're talking different. about dogs. But he but was I'm saying say it's it not anyways. the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size, size of, of the fight and the, the dog. That's Man, a, that's, that's, that's a fact, son. That's a fact. Um, no, but it's crazy because, like, honestly, like, going back to girls and all that, not that we're talking so much about them, girls but... Girls just want to have fun. Um, boys want to have fun too exactly Damn. but um i would say why is it that a lot of these quiet girls like you said i know you talked about it a little bit well i never said quiet i said innocent, innocent like girls who but were like you, good girls good girls doesn't mean you're quiet you could be yeah a talkative social good girl but you can be like a little right? biatch too right who just like quiet girls not like yeah, there's, I agree all, there's with you. good girls there's bad girls there's annoying girls I mean, just what, like what makes a good guys. girl what makes an innocent girl like you were saying what makes it well just not we, we don't have to she restrict doesn't look it to like, girls i mean she innocent girl just means like she doesn't look like she'd be the type who would do these vile sexual perverted acts with the guy right but then she goes out dressed a little sexy puts her lipstick on got her leather jacket boing, boing, on, boing, 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 boing. <laughs> and it's like damn you know like Oh, that's a different side of her I didn't see before, right? She's coming over to the dark side. I want to pull her even more. So that's why I'm saying it's terrible because you're corrupting. Yeah. But at the end of the day, everybody has a choice to make. So yeah. it's up to them to be lured in if they wanted to, right? Mm-hmm. Very, and, I, and I think temptation, it, man. Temptation. Yeah, Oof. That's crazy. Crazy though. stuff. Um, but we all, get, we, get, we all get caught in temptations and all that. Nobody's perfect, man. We all have our, you know, skeletons we in all the closet. Have our biases, for um, sure. But. And my advice is I just like corrupting a corrupt woman. Yeah. I sound like, dude, I'm like, the police are going to be at my door tomorrow, dude. Yeah. I all they, all like, are the 30, the 30 girls who saw your podcast or heard your podcast, they they filed a restraining order yeah. on you. I, like, I haven't even met them. Like, yeah, it's a preemptive restraining order, though. And But going back to dancing, um, why don't you like try learning how to dance, dude? Who's going to teach you? You want to teach me? Get one of our uncles to teach you, man. We have nah, so many so It's many too uncles. embarrassing, man. It's, it's, it takes a lot of time. And you got to practice a lot. And I'm not willing to do that right I mean, now. But like, going, like, where I've he- accepted it. I've accepted that I'm not a good dancer. And I'm going to go probably the rest of my life never being a good dancer. And it's, I'm fine <laughs> so with what that. So what do you do like at parties and all the weddings and all that? Will you just sit there like an idiot? Uh, drinking? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'll go stand See, up. If, if I'll he... dance like an idiot or whatever, but I'm not going to go. I'll do it. I mean, it's not that I don't dance. I just know I'm not good at it. What, what, like? If there's a girl and I know her and I'm cool with her, I'm like, hey, let's go dance. And I'm just dancing in there. But I'm talking to her the whole time, so she's not really concentrating on yeah. my dancing skills, yeah. you know? Just trying to find an excuse to talk. And then, like you said, it's it's the little moments in between, you know? Those you are get the key a girl moments. walk to the dance floor and then the talks of the dance floor and then the walk back. Got to be a man. Exactly. That's what girls want. That's at the end of the day what they want. They want to feel taken care of. I mean, we sound really, we sound so sexist and, you know, yeah, like um, a male chauvinist right now. Misogynistic. Misogynistic. No, I'm not misogynistic. He goes, thank you, right, Michael Scott? <laughs> he goes, I'm saying you're sexist. He goes, no, I'm misogynistic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know you're not a misogynist because I remember. Why well, I like fr- any massages every now and then when I'm sore, especially. <laughs> Who doesn't? No, but uh, <laughs> I remember freshman year at St. Thomas. There's some people who heard that and don't think there's anything wrong with us. So, well, I, I don't get it. I mean, I like getting no, massages. No, but remember that time me procrastinating, like always, I had to write a paper in English freshman year about misogyny and all that. And, um, misogyny and that, uh, the Greek story. I think the like, Iliad and all that. The Iliad. And uh, last minute, I got you to write it, and you got like a C- minus in that. And she even wrote on there, what happened? <laughs> Okay, we'll give background. Don't make it seem like I'm a terrible student. No, I told you it was last. The class minute. was at one fifteen. You found me like at eleven forty five, and you said I have to write a four. Dude, it was not eleven forty five. That's yes, impossible to write a four and a half page, four and a half page paper. It was. In an hour. It was after my Tuesday because it was a Tuesday Thursday class, English class. I remember. Yeah, yes. I gave you. It was like you had like four hours. No, there was no way, dude. There was no way. I had class. It was either a Tuesday or Thursday because English classes. Who gives an F what day Because I'm was. telling you because I know how St. Thomas does their scheduling. English classes are usually on Tuesday and Thursdays. And then Tuesday morning and Thursday morning classes are like from 9.35 to like 10.50. Actually, it was a Monday And then Wednesday. 11 to 12.15. All right? So like I said, I probably skipped my 11 to 12.15 class to start writing your paper. So from like 11. And you probably had class like at 1.30. So I probably had like two and a half hours to write a four and a half page paper. Last minute, didn't do any work for it. You didn't provide much notes or anything. I had to do it. I still pulled a C plus, dude. C minus. C minus. And that's just that she was probably being nice, too. Yeah, because she even wrote on there. And mm-hmm. I remember it was Dr. Mikolos. Mm-hmm. And she was Greek. She was straight up Greek. So she would take it out to heart, <laughs> the Iliad and all that. Yeah. The first thing I saw in my paper, what happened? <laughs> my idiot brother wrote this paper. No, my idiot little brother asked me to write his paper, or else he was going to get an F. No, I'll pull it, because if I had wrote it, I probably would have got, like, for plagiarizing or something. Yeah. And you don't want to mess with that. But anyways, um, what were we talking about? Why do we bring up Dr. Mikolos in the paper? C-. I don't know, dude. You did. No. You said you were in freshman year, that you got a bad grade on a C because of me. But why, why would I even bring that up? I don't know. We're talking about dancing and girls and all that. Corruption. I think you were talking about Helen or something. Misogynistic. Misog- you were talking about yeah, misogyny in misog- your English paper. Great. There yeah. we um, would you say we're misogynist? We definitely have that old-fashioned beliefs of a man know, and a woman. It's what The role of a woman a, the and the role of a man. Yeah. The lines are so blurred these days. It's really... Who are you? Uh, who's that guy who's singing Blurred, Blurred Lines? I know you. Now that he's a misogynist, honestly, dude, I like to believe I'm probably the most hardcore feminist out of feminist. Oh my god! Really, dude? People say you say a lot of sexes and you know mean things. I'm like, yeah, and I might call women out on their like what they're doing, but it's to sh- like I want to open their eyes, kind of, and like, hey, man, y'all deserve so much better. Y'all, y'all can get so much better. You know, yeah. it's unfair. Like you actually mean it, whereas these yeah, other like, I mean it, where it's like, like, oh, we're all for women. Yeah, I joke Deep around down, and stuff, they don't mean it. And I say things. 
obviously I do think there's a difference between man and woman. You know, there's a certain essence to man that makes him man and a certain essence to woman that makes her a woman. And that there's going to be things a man can do that a woman can do. And there's going to be things a man can do that a woman could probably can do that, but she probably shouldn't do. You know, like, why are you going to do that? You know, it goes against your own, you know, species nature, right? Like, what are you doing? You're corrupt. Like, you're you're lessening yourself trying to do something to man. Like, you have no business doing that, right? Like, men are just physically... I mean, this it, might be like that Drake and Josh episode, right? Men, Men are physically, are physically superior to women. Oh, I've had steaks <laughs> more stronger than you, right? Or what you say? No, but I agree with that completely. And like you said, so we, in that sense, no, I don't think I am a hardcore no, yeah. massage. I'm a, I'm a feminist, dude. Honestly, yeah. I mean, but to the public eye, you can see where people are like, man, those guys are sexist yeah, or something. Yeah, right? for sure. But like I told you, well, I mean, but like I said, it's so blurred now. Like yeah. holding the door open for a lady now at the store, the mall, or you know, any place in public, yeah. that can be considered, you know, being a sexist. Yeah. Because why do you do you hold doors open for men? Yeah, no, yeah. why do you hold them open for women? We don't need you to hold, hold yeah. doors open. But then for that's us. when they—that's where they. It's like, you come know, on, man! They, I'm just trying to show manners. And you respect. can't win in that situation because one, if you don't open the door for them, oh my god, you're not a gentleman. But then you do. There are girls out there like I can open the door. You know, I'm I'm, I'm equal Which to you. Which has happened to me before. Yeah. I've been at a place and like, oh, here you go, and they're like, oh, I can open my own door. So I'm like, oh, well, I know, yeah, you probably can, but I'm doing it. for It was you. mom, right? <laughs> it was mom. <laughs> mom. <laughs> it was Mandy, mom. Yeah. Um, no, but I can definitely see where people see us as, as more of a, we don't care about women or, you know, misogynist or something, but girls don't be fooled. Those guys who are out there and all that, like, oh, I love women, you know, they should be get equal pay. Those are the same guys who are gonna, those are wolves and sheep. You. I mean, some guys probably do mean it, but yeah. wolves in sheep clothing, dude. And that goes for Behind anything. Closed in doors. Bro. They're, yeah. they're talking bad about yeah. you. Don't yeah. ever, don't go. Especially unless you really know the person and trust them, like yeah. a f- close family member or a good friend that you've you've taken you know taken the time yeah. to really get to know. You trust them, you love each other. Yeah. If they're not, if that's not the case, don't take to heart exactly. what people say. You got it. There has to be a little you know skepticism and what like your um your ability to you know trust what other people say. You can't just go in blinded. You know, yeah. not blindly, but you can't. So like, deception's real, oblivious dude. To yeah, deception's right? real. You know. And uh, wolves in sheep clothing, like I said, just be be on the lookout for yeah. that. Yeah, kind of I mean, stuff. like for us, not that I'm trying to like advocate that we're like all these badass dudes and you should date us and all that, but no. But I think part of the reason that we feel people, you know, misjudge us or something is because we are straightforward in, in a way. Yeah, I don't like with certain like with certain deceive. things. We tell how it is. That doesn't. I'm. But one thing, you know, I'm not. You know, I'm not going to go and stab you in the back if what we're saying right now on the podcast is how we really. You know, we we really believe what we're saying. Yeah, right we now. told we just told everybody, don't believe what people say, yeah. but believe us when yeah, we're don't saying believe it. Them, right? believe don't believe us. them, but believe no, us. No, but um, because <laughs> we're not. At least for me, we we tell it how it is, and sometimes uh, that might co- come across as rude or you know, not you know. It's all about knowing yourself, though. Too, though. yeah. I mean, if you know who you are, and you know your roots, and you you know who you are to the core, and have that that anchor that kind of holds you down, whatever it is family religion you know spirituality whatever it is you know you can kind of tell at that point who's trying to pull you away from your own good path you know especially if things are going good you know who's trying to deceive you it's it's like that that proverb man you know you can tell um a bad tree from it, the fruit you know you know uh i don't know exactly the quote i'm paraphrasing obviously but you can tell if it's a bad tree or a good tree from the fruit it produces if it produces bad fruit it's a bad tree produces good fruit it's a good tree a bad like a bad roots or bad trees can't produce good fruit 
Yeah. It's uh, what it means is, you know, look at the what they do, the actions, why they're doing things. If they're good, then they're probably a good person. If they're not, it's not a good person, yeah. you know, more than likely. So next week you can catch us up in the club. Yeah, so Twerking I'm going to be up. in Midtown next week and you're going to see Twerking me. it up drinking i'm a good guy so please come talk to me and we'll have fruit there we'll have apples oranges and everything no i'm joking no but i agree with you completely people listening probably think i'm gonna be like buffalo bill and like <laughs> bring them to the, the Out well of me, who, who do you think would become buffalo bill before you know faster me or you you <laughs> you dude you're crazy man you have it not that you're crazy you just have a way shorter temper yeah people probably think you people probably think i'm a sexist and misogynist because of the things i say you know, I, I'm very vocal. I say things out loud. I say them because that's just the way they are sometimes. I'm not saying they should be like that. If anything, I'm saying, hey, man, the world sucks. This is how it is, right? Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't be like that. Girls should be on top. So if anything, at the core, I'm a feminist. Yeah. But people, because of the stupid stuff I say, or I just go, you know, I'm yeah. quick to say things. Yeah. Oh, that sounds stupid. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. That's why they could probably think I'm a sexist misogynist. But for you, it's probably your short temper, dude. Like you don't care if it's a guy or a girl, really. Someone annoys you, you're gonna tell them, and it's and it comes off like with the girls, like damn, and he's trying to control me, you know. Like he's getting upset, he's telling me what to do. He's so impatient, you know. Where were you at? Blah blah. blah. I mean, from the girls you've talked to in the past, you tell me, man, I kind of feel like they think I'm trying to control them or do it. It's like, nah, man. I honestly, I just get impatient. They upset me or something, and I'll just, you know, whatever, you know. It's like, oh, he's such a machismo, you know, like the. A male chauvinist kind of guy. So. Well, well, thanks, man. You just ruined all my potentials right now by saying I'm a machismo. I'm not saying you are. I'm saying girls probably think that about you. Just like girl, I'm not. I don't think I am, and you don't think you are. I'm saying, but the reasons why you just said it yourself. People probably think we are. It's probably for those reasons, though, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree completely. Honestly, it kind of takes you back oh, to the God, whole. Please, someone date me, right? <laughs> <laughs> just please, please. I want you love me. I, I, I'll, I'll be good. I'll, I'll take you out. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be so weird. Dude, I feel like you're when you get in like an actual relationship. Think, oh, I'm praying for that day, right? When I get an actual relationship. <laughs> no, but like in the future, right? Like you have your wife and everything. Oh, you mean like a marriage or something? Yeah. You think I'm gonna be whipped? You're gonna be. Yeah, right, dude. That's it's not always funny, right? it's always the ones you least expect. You're gonna be so whipped. Bro. No, yes, you are. I probably will. Dude. You're dying for that. And and, and so so and so so I'll be happy. Okay, no, okay. Now talking about that marriage and all that. Let's fast forward 20 years from now, right? Let's say we have our own families. I'm You're still ma- going to be trying to dance at like clubs <laughs> and all that. Can, it, can, I, can you dance with me? I've been <laughs> practicing. Um, no, but uh, let's, let's, let's make it a little interesting. Um, paint, you, paint you scenario, right? You have your wife and it's 10 years from now, whatever year it is. She good looking? I have my own wife and all that, right? She, is she good looking, my wife? Yeah, she's hot. What's her name? Uh, Debbie. Uh, Debbie. Debbie Brown. Debbie Brown. Debbie Brown from Guzman Detroit. Third. Um, is Debbie Brown? Is that a person? I think it is. Probably like a porn star <laughs> or something. <laughs> Debbie Brown. I don't know why. It sounds like she would be like African American or something, right? right? I don't know. <laughs> I or said it Detroit. Sounds like it'd be like the lady who makes the the pastries. That company, like the ding dongs, brownies like, or something, right? Yeah. Debbie, Debbie Brown. Brown. Debbie's Debbie's cupcakes. Debbie Brown. That is from somewhere. Debbie Brown. Is that from The Office? That one episode where Creed tries to fire that one chick. For the quality assurance when they have that watermark on the paper. I think, goes, I think Debbie Brown was supposed I, to be there. I think her name was Debbie. I don't know if it was Brown or last name. <laughs> Whatever. It's just but funny anyways, how you let me let me paint the scenario for you, right? Where we have our own families and all that, and I come over unexpectedly, right? Just it's like a Saturday or something, and your wife gets home. I mean, obviously she's not gonna make a scene right then and there. Yeah. But afterwards I leave, we drink brewskis and all that. That night she's like, 
you need to tell your brother something because like he's coming over unexpectedly. We had plans and all that. What are you gonna tell her? You're gonna sell me out. I will oh, sell you out so oh, fast. Sh- you know what, babe? You're right. He should give F us a that call. That guy. He should give us a call. That's disrespectful. What if we did have plans? We did have plans, babe. He should have called. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. What are you? What are you? What are you gonna I do? I don't know, man. I hope it doesn't get to a point like that. I'd hope my but wife would be welcoming of you guys just as much as I would be. So don't be a jerk, dude. Get along with my wife, please. All right, I don't want to. I don't want to be in the middle between you two. Don't put me in between a rock and a hard place. Just get along with her. You know, I feel make like... love to her if you have to. You know, just get her <laughs> <on> your... <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. For right, can me... we share wives? Damn, that's Damn, why people that's think horrible, we're sexist, right? right? No, that's not <laughs> sexist. That's just gross. That's disgusting. I don't know. Depending, no, I'm just kidding. I feel like Debbie'd be pretty good looking, though, dude. Debbie Brown. Debbie Brown. Boxy it rolls off the tongue. It, fo- it rolls off the tongue a little. Yeah, so does Debbie. A little. Uh, um, but for me, like, let's say my wife was giving me hard. All right, well, you know? same situation. What would you do? So, you know, would you do the um? What's the who's the guy that played James? Uh, James Bond. Um, I don't know. Oh man, he goes. Sometimes a woman just needs a good slapping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, what's his name? I don't. Dude, you're gonna get it cut off. No, like, I know. I, I'm just joking. It was um. <laughs> look it up. So type that in real quick. Sometimes a woman just needs a good slapping. Yeah, like, in the meantime, you should apologize to the. Woman I'm apologizing. There. I don't agree with that at all. I'm just saying that's the guys like famous or saying it. Famous actor. Oh man! As soon as you say it, I'm gonna know it. He's like, well, yeah, no crap, because I'm going to say it. Just type in, sometimes a woman needs a good slapping. <laughs> they ask him, like, would you, you, would you, because he was on the interview doing an interview with Barbara Walters. Sean Connery? Sean Connery. Sean Connery. The sexiest man to ever walk the earth, probably. That's what people dub him as. He was doing an interview with Barbara Walters, and supposedly it had been leaked that he would say, you know, sometimes, you know, a woman just needs a slap. So she calls him out, Barbara Walters, famous, you know, interview, talk show personality. And she's like, yeah, you've gone on record saying that, you know, slapping a woman sometimes is good. Do you do you stand by that? Or were you, you know, misquoted? He goes, no, no, I said it. He goes, I meant it. He goes, and, and he goes, and sometimes... A woman just needs a good smacking, you know? He goes, just a little, you know, a little slap. Because he goes, sometimes a woman just keeps talking and talking. <laughs> and she won't, she'll pin you in a corner, try to pin you in a corner. He goes, and you lose either way. Because if you yell at her and tell her to stop, then she starts crying. He goes, but then, you know, if she if she starts, keeps talking, you can't shut her up. He goes, so sometimes, you know, just a little smack. <laughs> it was hilarious. That's crazy. That's terrible. That's ter- that is terrible, Kenny. That's just terrible. That terrible. Not Kenny. terrible. Terrible. Terrible, Kenny. Terrible. In the words of the famous Charles um, Gnarls Barkley. I, I don't know, man. I don't think I have the cojones to do that. Like, if I were to slap a woman? Oh, man. A real man doesn't slap, Well, dude. yeah, but I'm just A guy saying, who slaps doesn't have cojones. That's the thing. Shut up. I mean, because, I mean, how well, many... Right? T- I mean, it's easy to do that. I yeah, mean, it's it like, is. it's like smack, like bullying people. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. You're not a man for bullying people. You know, I never understand bullies, man. But, it, you know, you can talk about that because it's not, it's like the upbringing too that, you know. Yeah. So, and the whole machismo you said in the past, I, I don't agree with it. And I don't agree with it right now. It's really easy for us. I mean, we're in our 20s right now, mid-20s uh, or early 20s. Yeah. Um, so we really haven't experienced a whole wife and, you know, marriage and all that. So we're talking out of our ass right now, obviously, right? We're kind of, we're still trying to, you know, paint ourselves a picture that yeah, we're good we're, guys we're, and all that. We're doing hypotheticals. We have no yeah. idea how it'll, I mean, we, I we don't wouldn't know. react in a situation. At the end of the day, you, you or me might be whipped or you or me might be in jail because we might do something like that. 
I hope we don't do something like that. Yes, whipped is whipped cream. That's um, so. But, um, I mean, sometimes... A woman just needs a good... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's... I'm people like... Yeah, that, you have to be careful with that because honestly, like, spit it out, spit it out. Come on, um, come on. Because it's like you get caught with that, like you actually do like domestic abuse or something, you're gonna go to jail. Oh, but man. now, but now we're at the point where it's happening on on both sides. So now you have women. You know, I don't know how long it's been going on, dude. I mean, like you said, yeah. I'm 24, you're 23. Yeah. That's not too much life experience. I mean, the majority of that lifetime is but you've been a kid and adolescent. You yeah. know, whose balls haven't even dropped yet, so you're barely figuring things out. So you can't really weigh in on these heavy my balls details. have dropped. Yeah, well, I don't know. That's debatable. <laughs> but anyways. Um, so I, I can't tell how far it goes back, but now I'm he, you're hearing a lot more stories of women beating their husbands, dude, and that's a real thing, you know. Poor guys, getting, and they're kind of, they're like you said, they're, they're, they're taking advantage of the by their system, wife. yeah, right. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think that's even worse because yeah, it's like it's just a ter- it's a bad thing. Yeah. It's just sad. That's why it goes back to what we've always said, you know, just try to be good husband, good wife, good son, good brother, good you know uncle, good a co- good friend. They're all they all come, you know, they you know. Yeah. They kind of stem from the same core nucleus of just trying to be a good person, dude. Yeah. Just making people's lives better when they come in contact with you, you know, yeah. trying to make people not feel good just to make them feel good for the good sake. I mean, obviously you got to know when to tell people things, but leave them better for having known you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that's going to make mean you're going to have to get mad and yell and, you know, shake them, you know, like on uh, Tony Soprano. Oh, you Taylor Swift. Ooh. Shake it, shake it off, shake it off. Boo! That was just you. <laughs> no, you're in reference Sopranos. What? Yeah, where he's like, you don't think I even had to smack him around because he would frustrate me so much when he's talking to his daughter about yeah. that one kid who gets shot and killed, and she's all yeah. heartbroken about it, blaming I mean, the but, dad. But you see a lot of. But these... anyways, going back to what I was saying really quick. Yeah, man, you just try to leave the the lives of the people you know a little better. Hope you can help them out in some small way. Because it's all tough, dude. Everybody has something going on, for sure. You know, everybody's living their life, trying to do the grind. Whether they're not focusing or making a priority, everybody has that that um, that that constant fight with themselves and with the world. You know, trying to put things that don't fit together, force things, or trying to... There's people just trying to figure it out, man, you know? So, and, the, and the whole like be idea, cool guys be cool yeah and um but i think you can really because like a lot of the problems like you see with domestic abuse you can they all kind of stem from the same thing right they always get married really young or under oh, I don't know, circumstances no, or something see, but I, no, I was gonna we bring up talking out our butt right now no, i have no. no idea if that's true no not that they but i'm just trying to say i forget about domestic abuse and all that just marriage in general i mean you, you, seen... you said it right now we're 23 right now and we still really haven't we're I feel like we don't be viewed, like, we're not viewed as adults, right? We're still, like, in the eyes of many as, as kids and adolescents, yeah. right? Like, well, we're, people don't take us seriously and all that. Mm-hmm. And imagine, there's some reason, rightfully so. Yeah, imagine if you if you were married and all that, like, at 21. Well, I mean, Dad was married when he was 20. Or, I know, 21, that, he, that had, gr- he had That makes a you grow up, a, like, like that. You have to, man. You have it's to. It's growing honestly. pains, dude. It's, it's, a whole, it's a different era, though. I feel like people were just traditionally more inclined to be men, adults, back in the day. Now, yeah. everybody's... Social media has it. I don't know. I don't know what to blame it on. Just for some reason, it seems like men are being less manly Blame it all on my roots. I showed up. I showed up boots. boots. Yeah, I don't know. It, they call it... Gen- what are we? Generation what? The millennials? The Generation X? We're D-Generation X. <laughs> Break it down. Let's get ready to suck it. 
No, I think we're. Uh... I'm Shawn Michaels. You're Triple H. I'm X Pac. Michael's Triple H. And I'm Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. You think I'm cute? <laughs> that was your favorite wrestler, huh? That was my favorite wrestler. My favorite wrestler was uh, Stone Cold Steve nah, Austin. Part of Randy Orton at a time. Randy Orton. Yeah, we the grew RKO. up past that whole Attitude Era thing, though. That's why. I mean, we were just coming up. I was like five or six yeah. when that was coming out. I started watching it like a little after that, you know. Chris Benoit. Wow, that's a real. That's a sad story. Yeah, I mean, we're that's talking a about whole other story on its own. That. Talking about domestic abuse, right? That was a murder suicide, yeah, double I mean, murder. There's suicide. so many. There's so many angles to that story that yeah. We don't at the end of the day, it's just a terrible right situation. Yeah. I don't it's just it's a sad, depressing, and sad situation. Really like talking about. I mean, but you know, it sucks that it has to come from like a celebrity figure for us to really understand the severity of that issue i don't I mean, know if i understood it i just no but it was just a like terrible to, situation. to the, the situation for it to be brought up because that goes on in like almost every household man a lot of households domestic abuse and all that kind of stuff you know marriage marital is jonathan is jonathan gonna start being the uh the front runner the advocate for stopping domestic abuse is that what you're gonna do right <laughs> oh, now yeah, is right, that what we're, we're starting right exactly. now exactly yeah, you're gonna run for uh for office and that's gonna be your your yeah. your major point of emphasis. I'm gonna run for president. I could run technically for president, right? You could run for student council president, <laughs> and you wouldn't make that mother effort, dude. Uh, no, but technically, you know, I, I'm an American citizen. Well, not right now. You can't. No, run. You, but have you have to be, to be older 35. than 35. Yeah. 35 or older. Yeah. Um, I don't. You think I could be president one day? Not a chance. There, is, there has yet to be like a Latin Latino president. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, woman, George, Latino George or Latina Bush. president. George Bush. His brother Jet Bush, and he's Spanish, so I think that counts. <laughs> oh, hola, hola. <laughs> he knew it pretty well, dude. He did it, like interviews on Univision and all that. Jeb Bush, yeah, uh, the Republican, he knew Spanish, dude. I mean, it was all broken. It was whitewashed, his accent, of course, but he, he was speaking to dude. They were asking him questions. I mean, I don't know how much he prepared for it, if he was drinking yeah. off cue cards or something, yeah. but from what it seemed like, he was... Talk How is it that Jeb Bush knows better Spanish than me and you? Uh, speak for yourself, buddy. Don't put me in with you. Don't let me in with you on the whole Spanish. <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 10, how well do you know Spanish? 10 being your super fluent. I always tell people, people always ask me. I'm not fluent in it. I can't say every word in there. I, I think I'm a fluent understander of Spanish. Like You can talk to me and I'll know what you're saying. But there's just some words I can't say. There's some sentences and tenses of you know verbs I can't use. Yeah. Because there's so many, you know, like. I speak better in present tense, like I'm doing this, I'm going to do that, or yeah. future tense. Past tense in that, um, what is that, what's that other tense called? Like the hypothetical tense. It's not called that, it's, um, it's a different, it's a subjunctive, the subjunctive. That's a different, you know, uh, kind of tense. Those are different. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm getting better and better with it. <laughs> Obviously, I'm always going to have an accent. I'm never, I don't think ever going to fully, you know, yeah. Grow out of my my accent. I mean, I don't sound like, hey, hola, my mi nombre es Matthew Guzman, que tal, mucho gusto. You know, I don't sound like that. But people right away can tell. When we go to Mexico, everybody tells me. I yeah. ask them, hey, like, ustedes pueden notar un accento? You know, can you guys notice an accent and what I'm saying? No, oh, yeah, right away. Right oh, away, yeah. you can tell oh, you're yeah. not from here. Sometimes, you know, talking that American, like, Sometimes Hola, it's easier for They understand a little bit better because when you're doing like a Mexican accent, not even a Mexican accent, but you're trying to sound fluent in Spanish, the it words does, don't come flow. across. You start mumbling, yeah. mumbling, fumbling, mumbling, mumbling, fumbling. Where's that from? 
The longest yard, right? Was it? The guy. He, goes, he just keeps rumbling, tumbling, bumbling. The I commentator. So. The guy from ESPN. Oh, yeah, the yeah, NFL yeah, yeah, Network. Yeah. Was it? I don't know. What's his name? John Madden? The one that goes, whoop, whoop. Yeah, who's that? I don't know. Shark? Shark. <laughs> I think it's a name or something like that. Anyway. I think his name is uh Yeah, no, well. but they told me because they're like, hey, say what you said again. They'll tell me, like, repeat it. Well, of course, in Mexican, I'm talking Spanish, and I just start laughing. But then I do it in my American, super American accent. Like, uh, like oh, again, like, hola, como esta? And they're like, ah, si es, you know, it's más fácil entenderte. Like, it's easier to understand you that way. And it's yeah. like, damn. Well, you know, to prove you right, we should one of these days do this whole thing in Spanish one day. Yeah. To prove what right? That oh, to that you're, you to put you're, me to the test, yeah, right? Today, to let's test. Well, let's you, see. you can't be you because yeah, you're not gonna we'll, be able to hold a, a you know. We'll get somebody who's fluent in Spanish to come and take over for a little bit and, and test your your ability to speak Spanish. Yeah, because you said try to get a try to get Manada come and talk to. Oh, no, definitely. I booked them for next week. Yeah, so. yeah, they're gonna be our first guest. Yeah, Manada. They're gonna come like this is bullcrap, believe. Right? Yeah, in English know. too. Like yeah. this is bullcrap. This is bullshit, dude. Mm-hmm. Your podcast is garbage. <laughs> You speak English? You speak English? Yes, well, no, I don't. But no. this is how bad it is here. That now, like, I just something inspired me to tell you that it sucks. <sighs> oh man, yeah. for me, I because you like like with the whole like with dancing and all that. There's a certain confidence. Like, if you're not confident with speaking Spanish, mm-hmm. you're ne- you're never gonna really learn it. Yeah, have, it, it takes a certain like confidence. Anything, it's like anything. You need practice. It. You just got to start doing it. Dancing. Just keep doing it. Keep doing it. Eventually, you'll get no, it. I wouldn't suggest that because if you look like an idiot dancing, no, do it on your own time. But you're gonna get more comfortable though. Yeah. But you got to go. Eventually, you're gonna come to the point where you're gonna have to go out on a dance floor with other people there and dance. You know, if you want to get good at dancing, obviously, yeah. if you want to, you know, increase your skill at dancing, yeah. you're gonna have to do that. Yeah. And the first time you go out there, it's gonna be a new experience. I don't care how much you've prepped for it. Yeah, you might bomb or you might do really well who knows but you're still going to be a new experience for you yeah. and the more you do it the more you get comfortable yeah. it's just like us with this podcast the more we do them the more we talk and hold conversations the more comfortable we yeah. get the more sometimes we forget i mean because i guarantee you like with because we, we know spanish enough to we can get by like in Mexico, oh, i'm speaking right? much better when i've had a when i've put back a few dude yeah, yeah it just starts yeah. flowing me too like even well, like, in my mind in my in my mind yeah. i thought I'll... you're like speaking fluently, <laughs> right like dancing i'm speaking like, like german like, right yeah you're just speaking <laughs> gibberish <laughs> mother <laughs> for what <laughs> you're speaking alien dude <laughs> Uh, no, because like let's say like they not drop, illegal alien. Like let's say like you you, you were forced like like some got you know you, you were forced to live in Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. I bet you in ten years you've been living in Mexico speaking nothing but Spanish. You would be fluent oh, in Spanish, of course. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think if you give me three months, like a whole summer in yeah. Mexico, I'd come back fluent. Exactly. Yeah. Well, maybe not fluent, fluent, but I'd come back knowing Definitely. a lot more. And then you stay there long enough, you will become fluent because yeah. it's it's in our blood to like. Well, speaking speak of Spanish. that, would you would you ever move to Mexico? Like right now, could you could you li- could you see yourself living in Mexico? It depends, like where in Mexico, Mexico City, like the Mexico big cities, Querétaro, you know, or somewhere like Toluca, or even Morelia. Would you, could you live in Morelia? I think so. Could you live in Querétaro? For those of you who don't know, Querétaro is a really small town outside of this, the capital of the state Michoacan in Mexico. Morelia is and the obviously the given city, like certain certain like our family still Michoacan. there, our family still there, and all that, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Even if they were there, even if they were there, as for me, like to establish a career and all that, I would have to be like in a city environment. Well, but that like even here in the U.S., could you live like in a small town country? No, she's just a small town mm-hmm. boy. Journey, um, I couldn't. I mean, unless all my family's there and like, well, why do you say that though? Just 
because I'm not, I you know, all my life I've been in the city. I mean, it's not Houston downtown and all that. I mean, but it's the suburbs and all that. But it's still Houston, right? Fifteen minutes from the city. Yeah. Um, you got buildings. I mean, just well, you're th- just saying you get too bored in like a small town country like that, or a small town, a small town like small city, small, small town. Small town world. Yeah, because I'm living in a lonely world. No, um, just because like I would get bored. I think there's really not much to do there. But what, what if the good? What if people there are really cool and really good? And you have great conversations with those people, and you enjoy being with those people. Well, just because you don't have like the um, if if that's a you can be living on Mars, and as long as you have those people, well, yeah. you'll be happy. Well, no, but you're on telling Mars, me you can't live because you would die because there's no. But given the like same circumstances, the people around you, you love and all that, okay, is yeah. in the town and the city. Yeah, yeah. I would choose the city. Okay, because there's just more to do. Yeah, there's more to do. But don't you think it's there's a little more? It's a little more. There's more beauty and like and simplicity in those small towns, dude. That you can kind of get away from all this craziness, the traffic, the noise, the the um, just the whole having to wake up every day and be part of this huge conglomerate of people that you know you don't know most of them. You always have to put up a front everywhere you go. There's so much to do that yeah. you know well, you're trying to be part of it. And when you get out there, you're just away from all of it. And you're yeah. just with good people, good times, living the simple life. Yeah. I agree with you. I'd probably say that. I'd probably have to have some sort of hybrid, like where I'd be half the time over there and yeah. then half the time in the city Like when or I see city, like I'll be like New York. I Recently, I think I told you about this. I had a dream I was in New York. Because <laughs> like in reality, I would never go to New York. No, but... Um, He's just a small town woman. <laughs> Martin Luther King. I had, he was I had a dream. I had a dream I was living in New York, and I didn't like it because you have to define like city, because like metropolitan, like you're in a like apartment, like high end apartment, like you know uh, New that York does or sound something. Nice, though, too, living in that a sounds nice, apartment. but if you chose that, when I'm thinking city, I'm thinking like my current situation, like in a suburb, like Sugarland yeah. area. It's yeah. still part of Houston. I don't know, dude. I don't think. Oh, okay, I'll let you finish. But you know, because you you. When I think of like country and all that, I think of like you're in the middle of nowhere and you have your cattle like and courage of the cowardly dog. Yeah, yeah, thing. courage of the cowardly dog. Like there's really nothing there. Like when it gets dark, it gets dark there. Yeah. Well, and uh, that's just like middle of nowhere. Yeah. I'm talking about like a little small town. Oh. Not like a little small town. I mean, like a get in the door almost, yeah. you know? Um, or maybe if like a Sugarland, it's small town compared to Houston. I don't know. You'd have to give me like, I can't answer that right now. Um, you would have to, like you said, like a hybrid of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess that's what the suburbs are, right? right? Like a Sugarland, yeah. whatever. Or like a I mean, what would you memorial say? city. I don't like. I, I think I said it already that I, I, I there is an attraction for me to go. Like when I go to Mexico, I love going to get in on the small towns. One, I really get along with the family over there. Just the people there. There's something something really cool and simple, and they're just really good people to talk to. And they've lived like real lives. I feel you know, like the stuff they talk about. It's just like there's there's like a simple wisdom over there that just really appeals to me. And then I, I just me, I'm a kind of not. I'm not a nature buff. Like I don't go hiking a lot, but the aesthetic of it, I do. I do enjoy, you know, going outside and being able to look up and see the blue sky. You know, big sky, trees, or you know, yeah. just open, open field led space. You know, because yeah. I hate when I'm like in downtown or in the city, and you know, you go outside, you can't even really see the sky because of all the buildings. And then at night, you know, unless it's it looks kind of ugly too. All the concrete, yeah. the buildings, the skyscrapers, the cars. It's oh man, get me out where I can you know just kind of chill. Like you know, like one of my favorite movies, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Now I don't know if I could live in a town like that, but for sure the scenery. That's at least something I'd like to expose myself to a little bit. So that like get in that we go there, 
you know, you're living in that little congested town, but, you know, two minutes, like, down the road, you can go running. You're looking at mountains, dude, the big sky, yeah. game, fields, yeah. fresh air. Well, I don't know how fresh the air is over there, all the, you know, agriculture yeah. and machinery and me, they got me, over there, me, but kind of, uh, you still see it. And that's what I like. That's why I like the suburbs here in Houston, too, yeah. like Sienna, um, Sugarland, because you're still part of the community. You know, there's people around you. I don't want to just be all by myself. Um, but you could look up still and you could still see sky. You could still see the sunset. You can still yeah. see all that. And that's what I like about it. Yeah. But also I could live in Mexico too, in the city, like Morelia, Mexico city. Well, I don't know about Mexico city, but like for sure Morelia and those places where it's a little different though. Cause those cities aren't like the New York cities with all the tall skyscrapers yeah. over there. I, I would like to have like, Oh, I got out of my apartment. I got to run to, work or something you know i'm being late you know let me take the sidewalk let me walk to work today and and when i'm coming out of work i'll stop at the little cafe over there and have a drink or something stop at the bar have a drink you know yeah. where you don't always constantly have to be driving let me catch a taxi or something you know yeah. that that appeals to me a little bit too mm-hmm. so i don't know dude i think I, maybe we're just meant to experience both we just got to do it we got to travel mm-hmm. more give into situations a little more be a little more courageous with it Maybe we should. Like, hey, man, I'll take, I'm going to take, like, a few months off this summer, and I'm going to go live in Mexico. Do not. I repeat. Do not. Do not. I repeat, dude. I'm saying someone like you that. right now. Like, yeah. you're going to have the summer off from school. Obviously, right now, corona and all that, you can't probably do it. But assuming it was under normal circumstances, I would love to say, man, hey, for three, I mean, obviously, it costs money. So it's pipe dream, right? There's just a lot of factors that come into play. Who, How are you going to live over there? Family's not going to want to put up for you for three months. I mean, if they are, hey, really cool people, I guess. But most people won't. Uh, but hey, man, sometimes you got to do that. Like, I want to go live over there three months. I'll find a way to do it. You know, I'll get a yeah. BS job over there, you know, scrubbing floors to make, you know, my apartment. There's a lot of things. That's I told you. I was going to go teach over there when I first got out of college. And I was at MD Anderson for a little bit. I was thinking about seriously, you know, getting that teaching certificate where I can go to Mexico. And they have these... um placement programs where you can teach english over there and they you know they do um they pay for your housing they you know they give you like um, a stipend almost like a certain amount of money to spend on food Mm -hmm. and then they still pay you i was like, oh that's awesome man like i'll do it i've heard of so many people who do it and travel the world that way it must be awesome well you uh, mandy's friend who's also a teacher she did that she She said she loved it she was in mexico city but she was like in um oaxaca or something like that Mm. Yeah, post earthquake. It's all it all kind of comes back and ties up like with experiencing new things, right? Revolutions, yeah, (laughs) and uh, just putting yourself in in new environments. I mean, I I forgot what quote it was. You don't really experience life, or what was that? You told me that it's from that movie Into the Wild. He's like, something about new experiences. Oh, the core to man's existence is his experience, or is his um. His contact with new experiences. I'm paraphrasing again, yeah. but that's essentially what he's saying. That unless you're pushing yourself, that adventurous spirit in you, you gotta feed it. You know, each day is a new journey, a new adventure. Once you grow yeah. stagnant, that's when you stop living. Yeah. I mean, pretty much you, what he was if saying. You, if, you, if, you, if you like keep waking up, you know, and that's kind of like that movie Office Space, right? He hated his job oh. and all that because he would wake up, do the same thing over and over again, be in traffic go behind a desk and after a while it gets sad and all that into where you just want to do things like travel and just experience something new yeah it's different because i mean obviously there's routine that has to go into you have to everybody's going to develop a routine bro 
I don't care if you're living in the country, a small town, the city. Not everybody, life couldn't function if everybody was just up and traveling all the time, you know? I don't, well, not life as it is now, right? We'd all have to do a huge, huge change into the way we live because we'd be forced to do things that we're not used to at all. If everybody traveled the world and just kind of was free and just gave up their materialistic, routine lives that they've grown so accustomed to, this world would collapse right now, you know? Mm-hmm. People like, I mean, if you were in the middle of the jungle or wild or whatever right now, would you be able to survive? You, I, I'd have I no would. idea. I would. You would be dead in like four hours. It's like, Man, damn, Jonathan. I would just give up. You ate like, breakfast <laughs> in the morning. Why'd you die of starvation? Like on the office, it's been two hours. Yeah, I'm really feeling good. I'm feeling I'm it feeling right it. now. Um, yeah, man. But I agree with you completely. Like, uh, well, like, Oh, do you, Jonathan? Oh, do, do, you, you, do really you really agree with me completely? Um, as far as the whole like living in suburbs or you know the city or the the country, like you said, a hybrid of it. Because even like Morelia, it's a city, but it's nothing compared to like the yeah, New York. It's not really and, a like, city. A I don't think there's or, one building over there like a yeah, skyscraper, like actual, or kind of like it's a still tall. Like, uh, like I don't know what kind of architecture would you call it, Morelia? <laughs> um, like that Span- Spanish, Spaniard, early like Spaniard and all that. You know, culture, um, or whatever. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But if you haven't visited Morelia, I mean, this guy knows more about it. Yeah. You should definitely go visit it. I mean, that's it's where nice, our family's from. Sure. It's all about, it's kind of going back to what we're saying. Yeah. I like it because obviously there's something that appeals to me there. But you got to go somewhere. What, I would, say, like what I would say is you like it because every time you go there, it's vacation for you. You don't have to work there. You don't have to. But I factor that in into my to my fantasies, whatever. Like, yeah, I'd have to work. That's your hard. fantasy? That is a sad fantasy, right? These hypothetical situations you create for yourself I'm joking. is what I'm saying. I'm joking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not man. Yeah, I mean, if you find could try- what you like, and you, I guess you just try to do it. You don't always have to have an answer or an explanation of things. You know, sometimes you just got to trust your gut and do what you think is right, and you know, kind of close your eyes sometimes and jump. So no, no, don't, don't jump, don't, don't jump. Do Matthew not died jump. yesterday from closing his eyes and jumping off a cliff. It's all because right? of this man, it's Matthew all of Guzman. This man, Matthew Guzman. He said, and I quote, "Just jump, just jump." Just jump. No, but yeah, traveling is something that I do want to do in the future. I mean, obviously, right now. It's twofold, right? Because obviously, there's all those people who find the um, the adventure part of traveling to be good for the soul. And it probably is, right? Seeing a new horizon, seeing, experiencing different cultures. It's good. It helps you grow, I think. It gives you experience. You learn if you do it right. You know, obviously, if you're going for the superficial reason, just to go travel and post pictures on your Instagram and just brag about all the cool places you've been and go and just try to be like, oh, I'm educated. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm high up. I'm high class. I've experienced life. I'm better than you. Yeah, then it's good for nothing. But it's like Mother Teresa said, right? You don't have to travel the world, you know, to be a good person. You could be good from the, you know, some of the best people I know are most honorable, virtuous people I know haven't been out of their neighborhood, you know. I'm yeah. exaggerating, obviously, yeah. but they stay local, man. You know, so you got, it's always a balance. It's a balance. You can't travel just for traveling's sake. You know, some pe- and it, it depends on who you are. Some people are meant to do that, and some people aren't, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, what are we at right now? Well, I don't know. We've been talking for a while now. been talking. I was ranting a little bit. Yeah. Sorry, um, guys. No, but like I said, I so traveling is something I, I want to do. Obviously, you know, right now I'm still in school and all that. But one day, hopefully, God willing, I do want to travel to places. Where do you want to go? 
I don't know. I was going to ask you that same question. I mean, Dallas, I'm San Antonio. Places, I'm start with the places I've been. Austin. Uh, in the United States. Missouri City. In the United States, <laughs> um, I've been to uh, Indianapolis. We went, Remember that trip we took up northeast? Philadelphia. Yeah, we went on the east coast, dude. That was an awesome trip. This we guy was asleep there. the whole time. Me, it was me, my mom, oh, the front. Man. That and, was, my, uh, that was those... my awkward phase. When I was doing my growth spurts, bro. I was sleepy and eating like crazy. No, it's crazy. If there are turnpikes and all that, it's weird. It's not like here in Houston, the freeways yeah. and all that. It's different up there. But anyways, we've been. I've been to Philadelphia, uh, so Indianapolis, many... and then also other places like oh, Mexico, obviously, Colorado. Colorado. You've been to Philadelphia. You've been to Ohio. Florida. Florida California. Cali, uh, Louisiana. You've been places, bro. Here Europe, in the Europe, too. Europe, we went Italy. to Italy. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call like because we landed in Amsterdam and all that, and uh, I wouldn't say yeah, I wouldn't there. say technically nah, we've man. been there. I mean, but... that's my point. Don't don't look at it like a checklist. Like, okay, I've been here, I've been here, yeah. I've been here. If it happens, it happens, dude. But let it happen naturally, you know. Like, hey, man, at the end of the day, I've been to all these places, but I didn't just go to go. It's like I happened to just I I I don't know how I got there. I was just there and I was living there. You know, that'd be I think cooler. So yeah, man, it's all about just having new experiences. Have fun with it. You know, yeah. be yourself though, amongst all. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's. I think we had a lot of good spots yeah, today, dude. Before I go did, and yeah, ruin definitely. it, you know, I think um, before I show more of my creepy stuff, I think we should probably call it for that. Yeah, speaking of all this traveling, I don't know. Maybe next time you hear us, we'll be live from live from Pearland, Texas. Pearland, Texas. <laughs> Sugar they Land, did it. Texas. They traveled. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyways, guys, thanks for tuning in and oh, uh, calling it. All right, guys. Um, it. have a good night. Yeah, take it easy, guys. Have a good night. Stay safe. Stay clean. Uh, spread, spread smiles. That's not gonna become a thing, right? No, I shouldn't start trying to make it spread, spread smiles, not frowns. All right, guys. Take it easy. All right, we're Matt going G. With that. Have a good night, Jonathan G. Have a good night, guys. Take it All easy. Right, out Bye. of here.